Episode of the Midnight Drop. It's your host Jordan Malone. This time with our co-host Anna Sinkfield here once more. Say what's up, Anna. What's good, y'all? <laughs> and with the nice audio quality as we've been having <laughs> for the last couple of weeks. So that being said, let's go ahead and get into what we're going to be doing today. Today's episode is going to be all just be us chilling and talk about some things regarding mental health. Doing some things going on right here down where we at in Tennessee in the South, and just some things just chilling like as always for this chill Saturday nights. But let's get in some housekeeping rules. If you are new here to the podcast, the Midnight Drop, thanks for stopping by. You can go ahead and listen to this podcast anywhere where podcasts are listened to. For example, Anchor, SoundCloud, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Our Heart Radio, Radio Republic, and also the website www.themidnightdrop.com. Go ahead and check it out. Plus, if you want any comments, concerns, considerations, rants, or you just want to talk shit, which I'm allowed to let you talk shit, you can go ahead and DM me at 615 underscore chill, or you can go ahead and send in an email at Jordan Cameron, C-A-M-M-O-N at Outlook.com. But without further ado, let's go ahead and get into the episode. We'll go ahead and get into what we're doing today. Anna, how are you feeling? I'm feeling good. It's Saturday. It's a, another day off from work. Honestly, you know, <laughs> I'm I'm just grateful for it to be the weekend, to be honest with you. How about you? How are you feeling? I'm doing all right. I mean, the fact that I ain't got no headphones for this episode. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so we ain't hearing ourselves right now. <laughs> it's a little weird. Not even going to hold you. I'm like, do I talk now? Do I wait? I don't know. <laughs> Bro, I drove all the way out here <laughs> for 30 minutes. I know, all the way from Antioch, right? Yeah, which traffic was crazy. It, like, every day seems like a new accident. It's always an accident in Nashville because people in Nashville can't drive. Oh, yeah. No, they what? cannot drive. Would you say it's worse than Atlanta or no? Mm, I don't know. I feel like Atlanta before, like when we were first starting to go to school, Atlanta was bad. But Nashville, because it's been growing so much, is getting to a point where it's almost almost at the same point as, as Atlanta. But I feel like Atlanta still has us beat a little bit. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Nashville's definitely growing. Atlanta's kind of like... Atlanta's where Nashville's trying to be. Exactly. At. So yeah. at, at this point, we're just going to get through like the rough phases of mm-hmm. it. So yeah, it's going to be it's gonna be very, very interesting. Yeah. What you been doing all day? Um, Honestly, I had a late start. Um, I had to get up and do some work. Because I'm going on vacation on Monday, so I had to um, prepare all this stuff before I leave. So I was working this morning, and then I got up finally at like one to to get ready for you to come by so we could do this podcast. So, right. yeah, I mean, I'm I've been uh, I just went to brunch, mm-hmm. had my my second oldest cousin celebrate his graduation from high school. Yeah. Which, you know, I told you a little bit before we started mm-hmm. and whole family came up was pretty good. The good news is that not only he's graduating, he's going to college. He's also going to college. Oh, to play look football. at that. Okay. He's you going, got a, a full ride or something for football? More like a half ride. <laughs> so he's <laughs> doing ride. all right, but uh, he's going to go over there 
uh, to Maryville College. Okay, yeah, I'm familiar. Uh-huh, and he's going to go ahead and do business analytics. Okay, okay. And he's going to go ahead and uh, learn how to do real estate and also try to see me do sports management. Oh, fancy. Okay. Yeah, I'm I'm actually I I'm I'm happy and sad that he's not going I'm happy and sad he's not going to Morehouse. Mm. Sad for the fact that, you know, for all the shit I give Morehouse for, they do have some pretty good business uh programs mm-hmm. and with all the money they're getting for their business programs, I'm like, that'd be dope. The the Yeah, definitely. Thing I'm happy about is that he won't have to deal with the Forex people. Oh yeah. <laughs> right. Them forex people are ruthless. Oh my gosh. Yes. Ruthless. I, I actually found out uh the guy who 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 runs the trade house. Really? Yeah. Is it someone that's still there or they no, he, long graduated? I think he graduated. I think he either graduated or he left. Okay. I think he may have left, but uh I was refereeing a basketball game and he was just one of his best friends was actually doing the clock. Mm-hmm. So I come down and we're me and him just talking. But he, because he had graduated, the friend doing the clockwork, he had graduated from University of Tennessee Chattanooga in 2019. Yeah, and uh, he was telling me about like, oh, I want to go to Morehouse too, but UTC gave me a full ride scholarship, which seems that to makes be the sense. Story. Yeah. <laughs> the that makes story. sense. <laughs> and I was just like, well, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> but he is a. Uh, he tells me about like how his friend uh, went to Morehouse, and he said, "Oh, he got into forex, and after like a year or so of training, he basically did trade house, and he mm-hmm. now has like he has like a, a not a Bugatti, like a Lamborghini. He's got nice oh, wow. places, and then apparently, I think he may have dropped from Morehouse or whatever, and then moved to L.A. Mm. where he he does all these forex seminars and all these different things. And if you know trade house, like trade house is that big." underground mm, yeah bullshit yeah yeah <laughs> and, and even his friend said i can't do what he does because it's like he says like it it sounds like a pyramid scheme it, that's what it really does because i remember like being on campus and everybody like trying to recruit you to be a part of it and it was just it, it seemed like a cult or something i was like why is everybody like all of a sudden trying to get you to be a, a forex trader like what's going on and then you had some people be like, "Oh, this is legit. This is legit," and then other people were like, "Oh no, this is a this is a fake. Like you're not really gonna get money. They just trying to get recruits so they can get some kind of bonus or whatever on their end." But I don't know. But it was it was definitely interesting. Yeah, what it is is that for anybody who doesn't know who's listening right now, is that forex forex is basically like the exchange like trading foreign exchange mm-hmm. and what it does it's just another way of making some money so like people hopped onto it because they realized that it's kind of like day trading where you can make a lot of money early right. if you know what you're doing but that's the thing though you can make a lot of money if you know, know what, what you're, you're doing, doing. Yep. so if you don't fucking know what you're doing it's just like kind of shooting yourself in the foot so trade house is basically where the guy the guy's friend scorekeeper and a bunch of the other people at morehouse had gotten together and found a way to make money uh through forex and they went ahead and said if you give us this amount of money like 235 dollars we will give you the tools to know how to do forex and to make it the problem is you don't need to spend two hundred thirty five right. fucking dollars right. to do all that. You can just go on YouTube, find a couple classes, and then you're good to go, mm-hmm. for all for free. So it's just like, why? Yeah, like it's good to get professional help for someone who knows about anything. Like if you're trying to trade in stocks or do investments, go somebody talk to a financial planner or financial mm-hmm. analyst. But like if you're trying to talk to somebody who 
who in college right who's still trying to learn (laughs) shit it's like that's kind of redundant don't you think it it does seem like that and then the fact that they're trying to charge you that much just to teach you some stuff it's just like is it really worth it at that point i don't know it's funny because it it gets funny when the point where you meet you see people you know on instagram and they posting like they uh their forex stuff on top of their uh their, uh, their their Instagram story page and be mm-hmm. like getting money, just building my right, empire. Right. <laughs> like, all right then, do you? Yeah, do I'm, you? And I'm not saying forex is not legit. Yeah, it, it's legit. Like I've known people to make some money off of it. I just hung out with somebody who, who yesterday who makes money off of it. But oh, word. Just, yeah, okay. and um, it, it just gets, but it gets to the point where it's just like you, you need to know what the fuck you're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> know to that for yeah, so. I got to meet up with him, but yeah, I mean, my cousin, he's going to try to go into real estate, which, you know, he talks about how much Tennessee is growing and mm-hmm. we're pretty much in a housing crisis. Yeah. Yeah. I guess you could say that, especially, I mean, well, I don't know, in a, in a housing crisis in terms of like people who are like lower income, is that what you're referring to? Yeah. Something okay. like that. Yeah. Because it's just like, have you, like, have you know, because we were talking about this before right. we started with how the area is growing, but really it's gentrification. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, you want to go ahead and explain that a little bit? Yeah, I mean, you know, I feel like most people are familiar with the term gentrification and what it means, but, um, you know, of course, the bigger businesses, higher-ups, are buying up a bunch of property in these lower-income areas and destroying those houses and destroying <laughs> those businesses to make these super, super expensive high-end, whatever you want to call it, businesses and houses and apartments and condos. It's just, it's happening at a mass rate right now. Um, And particularly in Nashville, because that's where we are. Um, And um, it's, like we were talking about before we started recording, it's so funny to, like, go in areas that used to be, like, the projects and see that it's, like, this cute little boutique there now or you know you see some people walking around that you wouldn't have normally seen over there it's just it's very interesting to see it's developed so far it is because like 10 how far should i go back like 10 or 20 well actually no like 10 or 15 uh, um, I like back, years because if i go back 20 that's basically that, being kids right exactly <laughs> <laughs> i would say maybe like 10 years ago Ten years ago is when when like everything was pretty much small. Mm-hmm. When it was like our own shit. Yeah, yeah. Because it's like what's one what's one place you you what's one area that you see has drastically changed? Um, well, like I was mentioning before, because my grandma lives over in East Nashville, and that over there is like when I when I was going over there as a kid, like a young kid. I mean, it wasn't the projects necessarily, but it was definitely like a you know the surrounding area was for lower income people. And so when I go over there now and see that there's like those tall and skinnies, you know what I'm referring to when I say tall and skinnies? Tall and skinnies. That sounds like, that sounds, that sounds like one of those keto ice cream <laughs> stuff. <laughs> no, it's like, so that's what we call those really tall and skinny condos. Yeah. Like they just, there's not a whole lot of like width to them. They're just like straight up. Mm-hmm. Um, and they've built a whole bunch of those in that area and they're super expensive. And then, um, like I mentioned before, like these new restaurants and boutiques and stuff that are just randomly there. So that's probably one of the areas that I noticed drastically changed the most since I was a kid up until now. So mm-hmm. what about you? Do you have a spot that, that you've really realized is like not the same anymore? Crazy enough. Uh, MLK. 
Really? Oh, well, like the actual building? Oh, no. Or, no. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, everything with like the school. The school is going to change no matter yeah, what. Yeah, of course. So that's not part of it. I'm talking about the surrounding area. Mm-hmm. I remember the surrounding area back like freshman year all the way to like sophomore year of high school at MLK, Martin Luther King Jr. Magnet, that a hellhole mm. but that place <laughs> that place that uh that place actually around the area you saw a lot of like these houses where it was really a lot more black people that lived mm-hmm, there mm-hmm. uh they you know you had the barbershop in a little corner store and then you had yeah, another barbershop yeah, behind I which i don't know why you have two fucking barbershops i don't either but <laughs> but yeah but uh, i actually took a dr- drive there uh, i think two months ago because mm-hmm. I, I was bored and I was hungry. I was trying to get out the house. Yeah. And, and uh, I started just driving around and I realized like this place is getting heavily gentrified because you had apartment complexes and condos being built where those houses were. Mm-hmm. And then um, the surrounding area to where it's like they're trying to buy up both those barbershops, which I think one of those barbershops actually closed down mm-hmm. where I used to get my hair cut at. And then the other barbershop in front, it didn't get shut down. It didn't get closed down, but there, I, I have heard that they have been actively trying to buy that place. And it's just when you see the amount of condos in that super squeezed area, yeah. and in the middle of it is actually where they have a lot of low-income uh, household, well, low-income families living there. And I can't remember the organization that does that, uh, but they have a lot of these small homes, these small portable homes that people live in uh, who really have you can't you're just trying to get by mm-hmm. and when you have those high luxury apartments it's just like what the hell is going on i know it's like a weird contrast when you see them right next to each other like those big those newer condos next to like the older houses that have been there for a while it's really weird to see that around town now but yeah and and then i i think i i don't know if i told you this they trying to buy a pancake pantry oh really right yes my grand my grandmother uh she had told me about how basically some contractors and developers were trying to go, were trying to talk to the the guy who owns Pancake Pantry. Mm-hmm. We're trying to offer him some money so they can take that. And they said they were trying to buy the money so they can do whatever they want with it. Mm-hmm. And one of the things they wanted to do was buy, basically build more apartments. That's all they're doing right now is building <laughs> more apartments and more condos because people keep coming here. Like, <laughs> like y'all go somewhere else. Why do you keep state, coming to Nashville? Because we ain't got no state tax, including Texas and Florida. We don't have state tax. Yeah, we don't have state tax. I did not know that. I didn't know that until my mama told me. Like we were in a conversation with my uh with some family members. My mom was like, Yeah, we ain't got no state tax. And I'm just like, Yeah. We don't have state tax. What? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the fuck my check going up. Have we we've never had state tax? I don't think so. It, it I must know. I don't know. We'll look that up real quick. We got Honestly, a computer. Like that's okay. I'm fin- I'm about to look it up because she said because my mom and dad kept talking about how like Tennessee, Texas, and Florida are, are three places. Ooh, it's touchscreen. But you just touch the screen. It's like ooh, it's touchscreen. But no, nah, it's like Tennessee, <laughs> Texas, Florida are are have a uh, have no state tax, and that's where a lot of people are moving. I just remember that people always moved to Nashville because it's a booming city and the prices for homes and land was was real, real cheap. Okay, so yeah, it says that um, Tennessee has no state income tax. Yeah. Okay. So so Yeah, so a lot of people come here. And then you know the whole situation. So before COVID, people were moving in because it was like, oh, it's like a lot of nice places. Mm -hmm. People just buying homes without even looking at them in person. Yeah. Just, Just go ahead and said, I'll take it. 
And then people are already like mad. They were tired of living in New York and California, mm-hmm. specifically Los Angeles, because houses as small as a cracker box <laughs> right, cost, like two, cost like $2 million. <laughs> yes, and then yes. the homeless and crime. So then with COVID, what made it worse is that those are you know, high blue, those are like really blue states. Mm -hmm. So they had strict COVID restrictions. Businesses were going out of business by the dozen every day. Mm -hmm. And uh, they were doing their best to stay. I remember there was one where Andrew Cuomo, he was on like one of his COVID press conferences and he was just like, no, we're trying to tell the rich to stay. No, why are you leaving New York? Stay. Yeah, and, then, yeah. and then the mayor got him. Like, what the fuck you telling him to stay for? <laughs> the hell? And, yeah. And, and there, and then it's like, Ah, man, there is a lot of articles and people just talking about they, they're moving from New York to places like Tennessee, Florida, Texas, Arizona, because mm-hmm. there's no, first of all, those three, first three states, no state taxes, but also a lot more land you can get for more bang of your buck. Mm-hmm. And uh, with that, it's just like in Texas, I remember Aaliyah and other people telling me how like there's a group of Texans that will try to make sure that Californians don't make Texas California. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 And, and then with uh with it, you know, with Georgia, you also see more people moving into, like, Atlanta. Because, oh, yeah, most definitely. Yeah, because that's basically, like, black Hollywood. Pretty much. <laughs> and, if you compare, much. and if you compare it to Nashville, like, Nashville is the white version of Atlanta. Honestly. It is. Yeah, yeah. And that's kind of why I figured people were moving to Nashville. I didn't know about, like, you know, being able to um, buy more land or whatever the case here. Um, but I figured that people were coming here because of course we're like music city, quote unquote, and also it's growing and there's apparently there's a lot to do here. I don't know. I feel like Nashville is boring sometimes, but (laughs) there there is stuff, but you know, when you're new to the city, especially if you haven't been here before, then it's like, Oh wow, there's all this stuff. There's Broadway, there's music, there's, you know, various things you can do. So, um, I figured that was why people were coming here. So, man, there's stuff to do here. It's just that more of it's white oriented. It's very white centered. And I yeah. hate, and for any of my white listeners, I'm sorry, yeah. but that's just that's just the reality. Is. Yeah, <laughs> it is what it is, yeah. man. Because you go to Atlanta, there's a lot more things for us to go. It is, yeah. Like, uh, do you remember? Like, oh, there's more clubs to go to, mm-hmm. which I don't like the club scene, but it's there. And then, um, I mean, you you ever heard a place called Controller Rise? It sounds kind of familiar, but I don't think I, I was never there. I've never been there before. It's owned by a couple of people. It's basically like a video game anime nightclub. Oh, that's so cool. They, okay. Yeah, they did. Every time. Every time. I'll probably go into it more because it there's a whole lot of cool stories I can talk about it with. Uh, mm-hmm. Dusan, David, we all would go there to go chill. And Carson yeah. including. Uh, I wanted, I, I really want to take my homie Brandon to go there too, but uh, that's besides the point. But yeah, here in Nashville, there's Honky Tonk. The Honky Tonk. You got uh, Nudies, which is another. What is Nudies? It's another, <laughs> it's another like white bar that plays like a bunch of country music. A lot of the, the bars and stuff play, it's either country music or they'll do covers, but they do it in like a country oh, kind of way. Shit. You know what I'm saying? So They're probably doing um, some rap music in country form. I've actually heard someone do like, it wasn't rap. But it was like a R&B, not, it was like an R&B slash hip hop song, but they did their own little country twang to it. I was like, this is not the answer. This is not Got it. a whole lot of money. <laughs> Got it this is me. not it. Pop the keys. <laughs> <laughs> it's a party. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Yeah, no, no. They try it, though. They definitely try it. So. They, they say the N-word all the time, but they want to put our songs right. in country music. Yes, look. 
You hate to see it. You hate to fucking <laughs> hate to see it. You <laughs> hate to fucking see it. But. but I will say, just on a more positive note about Nashville, it's I think that they are trying to allow Nashville, or Nashville is growing a little bit more in its diversity because, you know, I'm a type of person that likes to go to, like, open mics and the poetry scene and that kind of stuff a lot. And at first, I didn't see a lot of that here in Nashville. Like, Atlanta was really good when it came to that. Um but now, like here recently, I've been able to find more open mic opportunities. And even like for uh, singers and rappers and songwriters, um, there are more opportunities for black people or people of color to be in those spaces. Like I've been able to find them, which I'm surprised because Nashville did not used to be like that. So yeah, um, there's, there's a lot more spaces. I think it's real cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I mean, I think the growth of Nashville has been really nice to see, though. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, I think it really hit its boom when sports teams started winning games, like when the Predators won yeah. the Stanley Cup, uh, the Titans actually started winning games. Right. Yeah, <laughs> the Titans was struggling for a while. <laughs> we had, we, I mean, we weren't we weren't that terrible. Like, I'm a, I'm a sports guy, so I'll say it in summary. We went to the Super Bowl. That sucked. Mm-hmm. And in the years that we had Eddie, we had Steve McNair, and maybe some years of Eddie George until he left. Uh, and then Sal, and then we uh Chris Johnson, and then uh, – Vince Young, yeah, Vince Young. Sadly, Steve McNair passed away. Mm-hmm. Crazy woman, I don't know. Mm. <laughs> wow, I didn't know that. Uh, you didn't know that? <laughs> no, because I'm not a sports person. I don't be, I don't be paying attention. Bruh, Steve McNair. <laughs> so yeah, Steve McNair went to Alcorn State. He was really freaking good for an HBCU player. Let me not say that. He was really freaking good as a quarterback in college football, and uh, he got drafted. Came to the Titans. Well, he was in the. Was he in the Oilers? No, fuck it. I'm going to just say Titans. Titans went to the Super Bowl, and, and then after years of playing after retirement, I think a couple years later, he died because his ex-wife, I believe, shot him in a car. Wow. Yeah. It was, and, and I remember I was like in a in a reunion. I look like we just got out the fucking point. But, <laughs> but I, I was at a family reunion, and then somebody said, come inside, and we all inside, and we watched TV, and it was like, Zeke McNair shot dead. And it was like, holy shit. And his son went through a lot through that. But they put him on the ring of honor. Um, we're going to try to see if we're going to put him in the NFL Hall of Fame. But, yeah. And then uh, just to kind of, like, bring it back all up, he ended up – well, not him, the Titans. The Titans ended up having Chris Johnson, 2,000 rushing yards, which is dope in the NFL. And then Vince Young, our coach, Jeff Fisher's dumbass and then years of mediocrity and then now we got Tannehill, Derrick Henry who's who's a beast uh, AJ Brown is a beast Tannehill is some people call him white Jesus but I don't know I think I've heard that <laughs> yeah there's another player who looks like Jesus mm-hmm. but that's just the white man's Jesus I'm just gonna say it like yeah, that yep. yeah I got you <laughs> yeah uh but besides that Titans are all right but yeah when sports teams started actually winning games and I think even when we started like talking about having like a Nashville soccer team in the MLS, which we have one now, which is pretty dope. Mm-hmm. Uh, people just started flocking over here because like, oh, this looks like a real city. It's not a, mm-hmm. it's not just a like town. A country town or something. Yeah, we're just not passing through. We we can actually stay here. Right. <laughs> we can actually live here. Right, right. And uh, you started to see that. And, you know, it's nice to see that it's becoming a city city. Mm-hmm. It's just years. That, people are just afraid that years down the road, it'll be like New York. Or it'll be like yeah. Los Angeles, yeah. and I can't and I can't blame you for that. I can't blame people for that because it's like when when you have something good and people come over to your house and fuck it up, it's mm-hmm. just like oh. it's like dang, 
Can you go back to where you came from? I just, I just got this shit together. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. But no, no, no. I guess that kind of goes into one of the topics that we're going to save for later, but it is what it is. But I mean, um, I mean, how do you feel so far with just the South so far? With just everything? Are you what? Because like, you, you feeling what's going on in the South right now is pretty stupid. I mean, they got abortion laws, uh, which, I mean, Texas and Missouri and Tennessee are signing in the bills about mm-hmm. how you have you can't have an abortion after you know after six weeks of have of knowing you have a child you can't get an abortion which is which is literally like when you find out you're pregnant right yeah. and then South also talking about like COVID restrictions and all this different stuff I mean it's just been crazy so like how do you feel about the South to be honest with you um I mean. I feel like even what you just mentioned, some of the stuff I I didn't know about, um, I will admit I'm not, I don't stay hip to like current news like that, but um, I guess on a general sense about the South, um, I think there's a lot of benefits staying down here, Um, but I mean, immediately that what comes to mind when when I hear the South, of course, is like racism, but, um, but I haven't, you know, since being down here so long, I haven't had any concerns or, you know, complaints on a personal level. But um, just with you saying some of the laws that they're putting in place, like with abortion and because, you know, racism tends to gravitate more towards the South, there are definitely some issues with living down here. But, um, again, I think because I've been from the South, I've lived in the South for so long, it's like, you know, <laughs> this just kind of is, it just is, you know? So, I don't know. Do you have specific thoughts about the South for yourself? Uh, it's, just, it's just same old, same old. Yeah. I just think that it's like, the good comes in like the, I can't even say culture because when you talk about cold, South culture, it's like, oh, shit. Right, racism is the first <laughs> thing to come to mind. You know, I love the culture. Oh, oh, right, right. Oh, <laughs> slavery, no. <laughs> no, I think. Oh shit, I'm down. But no, the thing that I bring up the most is just that not the culture of the South, but really about it's just like the just your life here. Mm-hmm. When like if you've had an okay life, you can talk about all oh, the food here is dope. Everyone's so well mannered and nice. But in reality, when you start thinking about the politics, you start thinking about the history, you start thinking about everything that's happened in America regarding the South, you're just like, I, I, I don't even know. I mean, there, it's a love-hate relationship because you mm-hmm. like being down here and, you know, there's some things up in North that you have a problem with. But uh, I, I, I just feel like it's crazy. And one of the things that I've realized is that, yeah, that whole, the, per- the people's perception, like people in New York have this perception that people down South are dumb as hell. Yeah, I've heard that. Mm-hmm. And I won't lie, some of that's kind of true. Yeah, <laughs> but <yeah. laughs> It's kind of true, but like, I won't say, I won't say that, you, you know, don't perceive somebody or don't assume somebody based off of, of, a, of, a, of a stereotype or anything like that. Everybody's different. Mm-hmm. But I mean, at the same time, it's like, yeah, we, there are some really dumb ass shit here that's happened and it doesn't make any sense. And I know... I I st- I kind of stick with politics a little bit more because politics is kind of important. But like, I think there was a bill. There was a no. There was like a, a whole vote at the house 
up there. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> up there. Right, 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 <laughs> but, <corner>. but, <laughs> right around the street. <laughs> but no, like right there, they had a house and the house, they had a vote in the house and in the Senate talking about how they want to do an investigation, an investigation on the Capitol rights. And uh, it was like a 54 to 35 or 45 vote uh, where, wow, I think like six to nine Republicans voted no. And one of those people who voted no on the investigation was Marsha Blackburn. Mm. That that woman over there who's a Republican yeah. uh, for Tennessee. And to be honest, she is very, very dumb. She is, Honestly. <laughs> she is very dumb. Like yeah, a, a lot of people want to give her credit because she's a woman that defeated the odds and all that. And that's great. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Like to see, we we kind of like to see it from you. <laughs> right. But... When it comes to terms of her stances and all that, nah, can't I, always get on board with what she be talking about. Nah, fuck that. It's like when, it's like when people say that we should be happy for this one person who's black and he's politics and he defied the odds, but then you realize that he's shucking and jiving, right? Acting yeah. like a coon. I'm no, Jesus Christ, <laughs> honor. <laughs> it's a family show. The hell are you doing? No, nah, I'm just playing. What's going on, man? <laughs> Damn, I hit a nerve, but nah, nah, coons. <laughs> but, I mean, I'm, <laughs> no, it's real. It's coons. Yeah, coons. No, when people act coonish and then they chucking and jiving, uh, acting like Uncle Remus and all that, it, mm. it just gets like, nah, I can't support you for what you do. Right. It's like with people like Herschel Walker who 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 act like that, who be shucking and jiving. It's just, it's ridiculous. And I think with the South in general, the South ha- has done a really good job at suppressing history suppressing education and all that and that's why we have one of the worst educational systems across the country places ranging from tennessee and georgia and florida and uh i just i just don't like it i don't like it at all i mean and i'll kind of say this one this other bill and i'm just naming bills off but <laughs> there's on deck yeah, motherfucker i got this shit <laughs> but they got one bill in tennessee that's saying they will restrict funding uh, the school systems mm-hmm. who support the idea of teaching LGBTQ awareness, critical race theory, which is the history yeah. of hi- the history of racism in America mm-hmm. and, and, uh, and current events. And to me, it's just really fucking stupid because, yeah. and I apologize for the language. And shit. No, <laughs> but, you're good. <laughs> yeah, well, you said coon. <laughs> but but no, it's just like, it, it's really fucking stupid because you... Start thinking about what's going on in the world, and then you know education is very important, especially mm-hmm. from that K through twelve area. And you want to be able to have people who are younger to understand what's going on in the world and why people act like this, and actually understand the real history of America. And when you have southern legislators or politicians trying to make rules to suppress that because it's part of some buzzword here that they mm-hmm. don't like, that mm-hmm. you know, fear mongering, it, it's just stupid, and they're. It, I just hate to be in a situation years down the road where I have to teach my kids or other younger people, this is why this is a thing, and here's the reason why you didn't learn this while in high school. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, going through MNPS, that bullshit. Right, that was a mess. And I know yeah. that in that in the educational standpoint, like you mentioned, um, for us to have a similar experience, I guess as far as um, learning about American history or the United States history and then having so many things omitted from our curriculum, I would, I would have hoped that by now they would have realized, okay, 
we got to be more inclusive. We have to start actually teaching these kids the reality of our history. Yeah. But for at least the South to be in the same position and that they're trying to omit and suppress, like you said, this information is, it's, to me, I hate it too, but it's more sad to me than it is anything else, you know? Yeah. So. And it's just, you can see like small things. You start looking back at things you do, that they did during school where it's just like, this is some bullshit. Mm-hmm. You start to realize like, this is some crazy shit that they've done with education. Like, do you remember, I don't know if you were here, but do you remember when you had to be here? I was a junior, I believe. You remember when they, uh, what's it, the Trayvon Martin case or Tamir Rice or George, where we all wore black, we all went outside? Yes. Yeah. I that, remember that. Mm-hmm. I hate to say it. And, and don't get me wrong, I don't know if you organized it. I, I don't know if your class organized That was that was the that was bullshit. I don't that was bullshit. Was it our class that did that? I don't, I don't remember. know. I don't remember. But it wasn't I mean, yeah, I, I kinda bullshit. understand where you're coming from though. It's because you had videos of, of students up north or other places where they're able to march. Mm-hmm. And then they told us, oh, yeah, yeah. March. they yeah. told us we going to go outside and pray. Yes. <laughs> the fuck? Like, what is that? What, we spo- what is this supposed to do? Like we gonna we, wear a black t-shirt and do what now? And then, and then some dude, I don't know if it was the SGA president or somebody came mm-hmm. up and said, we are going to denounce the rights of what's going on and, and stand in prayer and solidarity and solidarity yeah. and the news channel five came up saying like this is a historical moment and i'm over here in my mind that i wanted to stand up mm-hmm. don't y'all niggas think this kind of bullshit this is some bullshit right here like we got a whole city to right. march what the hell <laughs> right what the fuck and then they said all right go back to class and it's just like, god damn it yeah yeah it seems like every time we have you know instances where you know it was a recurring theme where there's a black man or black woman dying, it was like we had these little, like, oh, you could do this little thing to express that you care about what's happening and then go back to normal. Like, that's that's kind of a recurring theme with, with that. Because so. you, you start to realize when you get older that it's the legislators and the administrators that said, okay, you can't be able to do this mm-hmm. because... We got policymakers that are that are saying that we will restrict funding, or we will they will get mad at us and say you better get them kids in the streets. But they said you can do this, so you can be fine with it. And it's just like, really, mm-hmm. really. It's just I feel like that's that's really to just stroke their own like not ego, but like to to make themselves feel better. Like okay, if they wanna go support this matter so badly, we'll let them do this little thing. But that's it. We'll let them wear their black shirts. Yeah, they can wear their shirts. Uh, but they can't go march. It, That's yeah, you know. But it can't have any lettering in it. Right, right. They okay. just gotta wear black. Plain black. <laughs> and then they go coming in. Well, our students want to wear black because they love their solidarity. Craziness is what it is. It, it's stupid. Yeah, it, it's fucking stupid. And, and it's in a crazy at a come point in time where I was thinking about being a teacher on the side. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm very excited. And then I'm just like. They let this shit happen. I'm like, I I think I want to be a teacher more because you let this bullshit right. happen. Right. Yeah. But yeah. at the same time, if I if I Tell you some bullshit. They can probably like you're fired. We, mm-hmm. You're a liability. Well, because I tell the truth. Yes. Yeah. You, People don't. They can't handle the truth. They can't handle it. Hell, hell no. And then we had a. I guess the other thing we had that one teacher, a white guy. He taught history, and then he ended up teaching uh, African American history. I can't remember his dude. He was uh, a he was a very noticeable teacher. He he transferred from another school to our school. He was in he was in the army. Was in Iraq. Uh, he came in. 
Very soft-spoken. What grade did he teach? 11th and 12th. History. He was in history. Well, he was in, like, history, and then he ended up teaching uh, AP American history. Okay, because I, I had someone else. I, I feel like I didn't have that person because I had yeah. Coach something or other. It was a woman who taught history. Coach who? <laughs> she, wasn't it a woman? Am I, uh, am coach. I, yeah, she, didn't she go by well, Coach something? It it was, she taught, I think she was a basketball coach or something. Yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. She, people really liked her. Was that the one who won the championship? Because the one who won the championship so. was really liked. Yeah, I think so. But she she's the one that taught history for us when I was in 11th grade. So I don't know what the, te- the teacher you're talking uh, about. I don't know who that is. I want to say Mr. Andrew, but that's I don't think that's not right. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, like. Little things like that, that's not some. I mean, like, I'm just talking about education mm-hmm. in our school, which is, like, black African-American history. I remember a lot of black people got mad about that. And I was like, you'd be fine. He's a cool teacher. Mm-hmm. Um, then I started to realize when I went to Morehouse, I was like, yeah, you can't nah, do shit. Yeah. Mm-mm. I mean, I did appreciate the fact that he went out of his way to go to places like TSU and Fisk mm-hmm. to get professors to come in and teach. I thought that was dope. That's pretty cool, yeah. Yeah, and, and he was able. He was one of the main guys to get John Lewis to come in. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, I remember I did like a. I was one of their panels, and they asked me, "Do you want to speak on something?" They wrote down a card, or maybe write down something on a card. I'm like, "This is what you're gonna ask," and I was like, "Why can't I ask my own thing?" And right. I was like, "Cause we have we told you to now. Get your ass up in the stage." Right. That's <laughs> a, <laughs> trying to silence your voice. Mm-mm. Yeah, I'm like you need to write this shit down. It's like motherfucking. <laughs> <laughs> So I asked my own question. That's it. <laughs> John Lewis was over here like, what the bullshit ass questions for? <laughs> they didn't fight for this shit. <laughs> right. But, yeah, it's, uh, I mean, I think about it, it's like some things definitely change. But, yeah, I mean, to wrap it all up, the South, South, South is all fucked up. Mm-hmm. And I think what makes it worse is that Donald Trump not only exposed it, but mm-hmm. fueled the fire. Yeah. And now you got crazy shit that's happening where they now have these conspiracy theories like the deep state and uh, QAnon. Like, uh, you might have to look this up, and this will be the last thing I talk about with this topic. But do you you heard of a? There is a group now that uh, that's all about carrying AK forty sevens and machine and machine guns and, and praying over it. <laughs> <laughs> Not they praying over them. I have not heard of this. Look, look it up. Did, do they have like a group name or something? Uh, I or, know that they call non-believers moonies. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. Are you fucking moony? Um, uh, how, what AK forty-seven religious group. Oh. <laughs> oh let's do that sounds like something from GTA. Right. AK forty-seven religious group. I know. Uh, I think. Vice may have. I cannot spell religious <laughs> beliefs. Religious. God wanted me to have this AK forty seven. I'm sure somebody believes that too. Um, AR fifteen. This right here, the cult like church box. Yes, go okay. Ahead. Ooh, that touch. That touch screen. screen. <laughs> <laughs> but the the cult like this is from Vox. The cult-like church behind a ceremony with AR-15s and bullet crowns. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, and it's just like, yep, hold a bunch of people. And I, I think the, the people who are the leaders and the reverends are, 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 are Asian. Yeah, that's what it looks like. <laughs> that's what it looks like. I thought this was, I'm not even going to hold you. I thought this was going to be some white people. 
Well, it is white people. But the, a lot of white. Like, but, but it look, it look. But they have a, in the pic. There's a picture on here, y'all. That has a, like it's really diverse. Like I thought it was gonna be straight. They're like what the hell is white this? People, like, we passed the bill for this. Right. <laughs> this is crazy. Okay, it was held at the World Peace and Unification San- Sanctuary in Newfoundland, Pennsylvania. Uh, each of us is called to use the power of the rod of iron, <laughs> not the arm. Not the or, rod of iron. Hold on, I'm going to say it like, each of us is called to use the power of the rod of iron, <laughs> not to arm or oppress, as has been done in satanic kingdoms of this world, but to protect God's children. Okay. So they, okay. <laughs> it's I have just, no words. <laughs> if the football coach who rushed into the building to defend students from the shooter with his own body had been allowed to carry a firearm, many lives, including his own, could have been set. So you're going to just to kill the kid? Okay. 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 <laughs> All M- right. What the fuck? That's, that, that's how you divert a point. See, that's what I'm talking about. It's just the South Yeah, stupid. it's just, just dumb. Just dumb. It's dumb. But yeah, it's, uh, yeah. I was trying pro to see Trump. what I was saying about pro-Trump and something. The ceremony, which is held by an offshoot of controversial Christian group that critics call cult, seemed to perfectly encapsulate the anxieties of the current political climate. A conflation of pro-Trump and Christian nationalistic nationalist rhetoric, fervently pro-gun sentiments, and multi-billion dollar business interest in, these, in the arms trades. Damn, look at me learning big words. We're, right. <laughs> All the words I only knew about. But yet, 75% of them words, but I'm, no. I'm a college graduate. I should know better. <laughs> but no, it, yeah, shit like that is crazy. Yeah. And then, um, there was some, and then there was a pastor in Mount Juliet who talks about that the vaccine they gave politicians was sugar water. I heard that. Yeah. yeah. And then he's talking about like, it's a devil. It's the devil's juice. <laughs> the devil's and, juice. And yeah. And I'm just like, I know where Mount Juliet is. I know where he at. I can kick yeah. his ass. Right. <laughs> Honestly, we could just drive down there. <laughs> hey, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Throw a pie at his face. <laughs> Some real sugar water. Jesus. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but. Yeah, it's Mm-mm. like, it's stuff like that. Just like, what are you doing? Yeah, the South be on some other stuff sometimes. But, I mean, again, I think there's pros and cons, but um, it's just, it's a lot of stupidity at the same time. It is. It, it really is. But um, It really is. But let's go ahead and get into our next topic <laughs> at hand. <laughs> it's fucking sugar water. Yeah, right. <laughs> how you going to put sugar water in and my you, veins? Right. How is that? How is it even more? Okay. <laughs> How are you feeling? I'm feeling all right. I'm all right. No, but I'm feeling a little hyper. Right. It's like all of a sudden I just feel like a lot of energy. My heart rate's going yeah. up. My heart rate's going up. What you do? <laughs> <laughs> it's the fucking mm. the devil's lettuce. It's work. <laughs> God damn. Um but yeah. Um uh our next topic, we'll try to get away from politics and everything <laughs> like that. And we'll uh we'll talk about some stuff regarding uh mental health, which we had a one of the first episodes you were brought on was talking about mm-hmm. mental health and black mental health where yeah. David got on. Um, and is, like, how did you like that episode? First of all, I liked it. And I feel like it was really, it gave me some insight on other people's perspectives, especially when it comes to mental health in the black community. Um, and I know we talked about black psychology as well. And so I wasn't at first coming into the episode, I wasn't sure like specifically how to address that, but it it gave me some more perspective on black psychology and black mental health. So I feel like all in all, it was a good episode. Yeah. I mean, I, I really liked that episode. Yeah. It, was, it was something that we got on together and we, I really, really liked it. But, um, 
that being said, I mean, now it's been a it's how long has it been since we did that episode? It's probably been it's been a month. No, or at least three 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 weeks, maybe. Shit, I don't know. I don't, really know. <laughs> I don't <fucking> know. <laughs> episodes just come and go. Right, right. Losing <laughs> track of time. <laughs> yeah, but no, uh with all that being said, uh I know that there there was this interesting conversation that I had with some people uh regarding black mental health. And one of the things that I do agree with is like Black men, like mental health in the black community, but just in the community in general, would help solve a lot of problems. I agree that we be in. So, like, uh, this might revolve into one of the things that I talked to you about before uh, with one of my friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you may know, and uh, it's regarding about like what I'll pose this question: What are your top five things mental health would help in the black community? Like, not get rid of, but what uh would would make a better outcome of, or at least kind of diminish? Um, I mean, baseline, I think that if mental health was taken as a priority in the black community, um, we would be able to, as a whole, communicate with each other better. Mm-hmm. Um, because, like, when you think about on the family level, um, if there are issues with mental health or somebody has concerns with mental health, um, they don't always um, voice it. And, you know, you can't be a close family or a close-knit unit without, you know, addressing whatever the issues is. And if mental health is an issue, then you have to make that a priority or whatever the case. So I think that as far as um, prioritizing mental health definitely would help with communication and community, I guess, as a whole um, with black people. Um so that's your first thing. Yeah, that's my first thing. I'm trying to get, can I think of five different things? I don't know if I can I'll, think I'll of five. You, I'll, I'll, no, let's do rule of three just to be safe. Okay. Just be smarter on that. Um, What else would mental health do to kind of help with? Bring up. No, that's not. No, that's that's a main community thing, what I was going to bring up. Yeah, the main, the community aspect? That was going to be a main community thing. Well, let's say with black black communities right now, and I'll bring up the other one I was talking about. Oh, okay. Um. Dang, I'm put on the spot. I don't know. I'm trying to think of some. <laughs> I don't know. What do you think? <laughs> I don't know. Top three, bro. <laughs> Got the microphone up your face. All right. I'm trying to like sweat going down my head. No, uh-huh. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I need the fifth. <laughs> but no. Um, um, how about, um? We, I guess the first one, we get to say, fa- what, did, would the first one be family dynamics or is that? I family? guess, yeah. So first one would be. In a broad sense, the whole thing that I think mental health would help with is community and facilitating the community. And you can break that down into, like, community and communication with your family and then community and communication with your friends and other loved ones and then community with others that you don't know at all. So I think the overarching thing that mental health will assist with is having that community and communication with each other. And then also being able to be in tune with yourself and your own emotions and how you're feeling. Yeah, I feel that. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. And then uh, how about, shit, what about mental health in regards to, uh, like, uh, regards of racism? Mm. I mean, there are a lot of things that kind of, and partnering with racism has affected people's mental health. Um, so I guess, for example, if if someone were to have experienced 
you know, have a personal experience with racism in their life, then of course that may um, have some after effects of them maybe being depressed or um, if it's like a, if it's serious enough for it to be like a, a post-traumatic type situation, then that definitely, you know, uh, could be a factor if racism played into mental health. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, that's the best way I can answer that question. <laughs> okay. okay, now think of a uh, think of a third one. <laughs> well, no, no, no. But uh, no, you got a last one to think about though. Um, not really. I feel like I mean, I I think a lot of what. I've previously said about mental health is kind of like a recurring, like I can keep saying the same thing. I don't want to keep saying the same thing over and over again, because again, I think the main uh, importance of mental health and taking it as a priority in your life is to be able to, um, you know, know yourself better. So you know how to address whatever your mental health concerns are. And so that you can also be able to um, help and communicate with other people who may be dealing with similar mental health concerns as you. So, um, so yeah, I don't really have much else to add other than the fact that mental health is very important and it definitely, you know, needs to be prioritized in the black community. And Mm -hmm. we talked about this in the last episode, but you know, um, how there is the stigma that, uh, mental health in the black community is very like stigmatized. Like you can't, really be depressed in in black homes because they'll be like, oh, you're just sad, get over it. You know, you'll you'll, yeah. you'll live. Um, but it's like a real thing. It yeah. is a real thing. And I think that, I think more and more people are starting to realize that. Um, and so it's being more widely accepted in black communities and communities of color, but it's still a work in progress. So. Plus, you know what, I would also add in that it, it's really important regarding black families mm-hmm. when it comes down to raising children. Yeah. Because sometimes you, you have black children in these households, there are only one parent households, and you start to realize that there's a lot more things that deal around, that deal with it, that, mm-hmm. that, that they have to deal with at a younger age that they may not understand and they express it in kind of a volatile way or somewhere they need more answers for it. And I think that's when mental health comes into play and you try to get some help. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't say that straight on take them to a psychiatrist the first time you see something go crazy, mm-hmm. but try to practice some ideas and some action plans to kind of like, you know, help your child through all of that and teach them ways of having better mental health. Mm-hmm. And then if it gets to a point where you need some help, do go to a psychiatrist or someone who is better, who's well equipped to, to take that on. That's what I would say on that one because I feel like there's too many times where we're like we we look at children who go through this and they're like you'll be fine tough right right you'll get over it we don't need to have a psychiatrist Mm -hmm. we don't need to have a a counselor come in and check it out because they we don't need them to know what's going on right yeah and and it's just like yeah like some stuff I'll be real counselors sometimes dig in a little bit deeper than they need to and I've had that happen with school counselors Mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean that they should be declined as an option. Like they're mm-hmm. always going to be there, and their job is to make sure you're good and to figure out better ways to deal with your mental health and things that are going on in your life. So I think that that's something that's really important. But, um, I mean, shit, if I, if I had to talk about putting you on the spot, how's your mental? <laughs> <laughs> how's your mental right now? My mental is good, and I feel like, I, you know, honestly, I feel like I haven't really taken a lot of time to just sit back and 
think about how I'm doing, like, mentally, because I feel like I'm on the go all the time with work and other stuff. But um, just sitting here now, I I think I'm good. Um, I know, like, for me personally, one of the things that, um, like, in me talking to my mom, um, they she has even had personal experience with working with therapists and counseling and stuff and um, has recommended it to me because not because something's wrong necessarily, but because that additional support that you get from a therapist or a counselor can be needed and gives you an opportunity to talk to a third party that doesn't know anything about you and you can just vent and, you know, so I've, I've thought about doing something like that myself, just, you know, to try it out. But other than that, otherwise, you know, again, I'm, I'm cool. My mental health has been fine for a while. Um, so yeah. How about you? How you been feeling mentally? Oh shit. <laughs> uh, it, no, it's been good. It's been all right. I mean, I'm straight out of graduating from college. So I've been getting a lot of questions. How's it feel to be out of college? Mm-hmm. And I just give them the same question. Same thing. It's cool. Job's not finished. Job's not done, but we good. Yeah. Plan for jobs, plan for shit. And, I would feel like it's cool because I know how to tackle time, tackle myself whenever I feel stressed or anything, mm-hmm. by working out or playing games or even doing this podcast. But uh, I, I think there is that, that pressure of trying to make everyone proud and mm-hmm. to do well and to make sure you're on top of things because every morning, every morning I've been applying for jobs. Mm-hmm. And even though I've said I'm going to medical school, I've made the backup plan to say, okay, if, I don't feel like going to medical school. I'm going to give me a job. Right, yeah. Doing clinical research. And I've applied for jobs like the CDC, mm-hmm. Pfizer, the NIH, uh, Vanderbilt's uh, research study in their medical center, uh, even their university for some research associate jobs. And I've done so many other things to, to put myself in that position to to make some money. And then I've also applied for master's programs. But then when master's programs calls in, oh, it costs $33,000 just, yeah. <laughs> just to get another piece of fucking paper. Right, pretty so, much. <laughs> so you, you start to realize there's a lot that I need to do. And I think what makes it worse, and I'm not saying I'm dealing for the whole lot, but I've, it's happened, is that you go on social media and you see a lot of people who who are in the same boat. And then you see other people who are basically doing a whole lot of good shit Mm -hmm. and they're going to medical school or they're going to master's programs and you're just like, damn, I need to be in that position. Mm -hmm. And and Instagram tends to give off this false sense of reality. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Yeah. So you gotta, you gotta gotta be be careful with that. You gotta be very fucking careful, especially Mm -hmm. when you know the people in person, you're just like, nah, you ain't doing this shit. Right. Right. Why you front? (laughs) Bro. It's like whole year you go to pandemic. They talking about, I'm doing shit. And then you go to graduation. Yeah. I'm still figuring out my life. (laughs) (laughs) The fuck what? you being a professional photographer for? <laughs> right, right. You know why you ain't doing nothing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's just you know my me- my mental's good. My mental is. It, it, I won't say it's perfect. Yeah, no such thing as perfect. I, yeah. there's some shit going on, but I'm I'm feeling all right. That's good. Yeah, especially with the shit David tells me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it's it's a lot to take on. <laughs> I'm sorry, David. <laughs> Like he gonna listen and be like, "Oh, okay, I got you, Jordan. I got something for you." See, here's the thing, Playboy. <laughs> See, young blood, I can't, I can't really. And then I just be doing some shit. Probably not gonna hear this, but he said, "See here, young blood, shut the fuck up." <laughs> that, that's to shut the fuck up. Right? Oh, okay. <laughs> Look, I'm over here looking at the soundboard. Like, what is it saying? <laughs> goddamn headphones, not here. <laughs> Prove my point. Goddamn it. But no, nah, no, nah, I'm good. But uh, I should bring up something else around my mental. Uh, more of this psychology. Let me ask you this. 
how do you feel about people going in psychology but not going in there for mental health or psychiatry jobs or trying to get like their their PhD or doctorate, whatever the case may be, but trying to go in there so they can work in businesses like marketing and HR and mm-hmm. all that stuff? Like, how do you feel about that? I mean, I feel like that's a valid thing to do because psychology literally is in everything. Like, you can use um, the science of the brain and learning about different aspects of the mind in every field that you go in. Um, so to just go into it with the idea of being a psychologist or a counselor, of course, you know, that would be helpful. But again, to have that background in mental health or psychology, just it opens up a lot more um, insight for you. Um, like if you were to go in the business field and, have a psychology major or a minor or whatever the case, then you can maybe navigate. Okay. So we are trying to market to this group of people. We know based off of their, the way they think um, that they tend to gravitate, gravitate towards this product over this product, you know? So that, that's all like psychology is intertwined in those things. Um, So it's not unique to just mental health counseling and, Psychiatry. Okay, so I may I may I may be this person. So I'm 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 glad that you're able to give that perspective. But I'll say this for myself. Mm-hmm. In this conversation, I've had with Aaliyah a couple of times, but I feel like it's a little weird. Like I understand psychology is in HR, psychology mm-hmm. is in mar- marketing. You need to know you need to know how the human mind works and also how people's emotions feel when it right. comes to that. But my thing is, is that you're going into psych you're going into psychology. You both for the people who boast about mental health and then you go in working for a business and in the business world and economics and doing all that stuff mm-hmm. and you boast all this about mental health, we got to make sure it's key. It, it kind of feels a little weird just saying that like, Oh, I thought you were going to be a psychiatrist or try to help community, but you in there working, getting a, being excited that you got an $85,000 offer to work at Amazon mm-hmm. was terrible when it comes down to yeah. making sure people's mental health are right. So to me, it just, it just feels a little weird. Like, now I'll let you trying to say, man, I'm trying to do work inside. Yeah, you got to make yeah. change from the inside. And that brings up a whole nother conversation. I agree with you with that one, but it, it's just kind of weird. Mm-hmm. If you know what I mean? Yeah. And I get that. I think, you know, if they're the people that you're referring to, if they're the kind that, like you said, boast about how important mental health is and how they need to um, really be, you know, in that mental health field. Um, And then they end up in some kind of business position. I see where you're coming from. Um, But like you said, if they, if they are using their position in the business field to like, for example, if they were working at Amazon and because you said that mental health at Amazon is trash, um, maybe they're going into it like, OK, because I have this background in psychology, um, I can be the I don't even know if this is a position in businesses, but I could be the um, the person to address the concerns with the mental health of the workers. Like because we are having all these issues with mental health with the workers, Let's develop a plan to make sure that this is addressed and make sure that they are not suffering when it comes to working at this job. Mm-hmm. So if they were going into it in that stance with the psychology background, then that makes sense to me. But like you said, if they're just going into it and they're working as like a in a desk job in desk job or yeah, they, yeah. They, they managers and they doing the right, same shit. Right, right. Then like, that 
doesn't make a lot of sense, but people change their minds all the time about what they want to do. So yeah, and I can't front you. For, I can't front people for that, and I can't front from what you're saying. So mm-hmm. that makes sense. I mean, I'm not gonna do it. Here's the thing, right. <laughs> but no, but I understand what you mean. So yeah, I, I agree with that, and then thank you for that perspective. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just thought it'd be real interesting. I mean, let me let me go on to this. Let me ask you this. <laughs> no, I saw this video where it's just like with podcast. Let me ask you this. No, let me tell you how I ask you this. No, no, let me ask you this. But no, I'm afraid to say. Let me ask you this. Uh, how did you feel with mental? How was your mental health? I was about to say. I was say uh, let me ask you this. <laughs> no, but let me go ahead and get going. People bullshitting. <laughs> but how how was your mental health after college for you? Because you had graduated and, and you were dealing with your stuff and for how was it for you? Um so it was it was kind of difficult, I'm not even gonna lie. Um, because when I I graduated a semester early and I was like <laughs> Why are you about to lie? I don't know. I'm about to, I'm about to say it. Let me ask you let this. Me ask you this. <laughs> let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. I'm sorry. Fuck. <laughs> oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Anyways. <laughs> wow, go, 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 go. So, um, like I was saying, oh my God. Oh, <laughs> I'm trying to get serious. Um, go ahead, go ahead. Okay. You good for real? Straight face. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. Okay. Um, after I graduated, I had the idea of, you know, I wanted to go straight to grad school. I wanted to take care of that. I cannot take you seriously with your head. <laughs> your head is facing the door. I'm like, trying just... not to laugh. I'm trying not to go off. Oh, my gosh. Right, fuck the segment. <laughs> Shit. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Uh. But... Yeah, my mental health was kind of up and down because I wanted to go to grad school, and I knew because of COVID, um, I wasn't going to be able to go straight through um, because I had some things lined up and money wasn't looking right. So I was disappointed at that point because I ended up moving back to Nashville from Atlanta, and I did not want to do that. Um, And so that kind of messed me up, and I went into a whole nother space that I will not go into at this moment. Um, at, during that time when we were, when I just finished school, but um, it it was it was a little difficult at first. But you know, over time, after like yeah. thinking about it some more and um, making backup plans and all that kind of stuff, I I got myself in a good <laughs> enough position where you know I wasn't tripping anymore. But it yeah. was a little bit different to transition back home where I was already like in an independent state. And then I was back living with my parents. I was like, uh. Yeah. No, I was in that stage too because I didn't yeah. have an apartment. I was in a dorm by myself. Yeah. Doing a whole, you know, research project. Mm-hmm. But then, yeah, the, the the idea of moving back to your parents' house, even if you're still in school, it's just kind of rough. Yeah. Especially when your parents be like, man, you got to learn how to be independent. And it's just mm-hmm. like, nigga, a pandemic. <laughs> right. I'm trying, but COVID is here. So I didn't expect a virus to come in right, and fuck right. up my lungs. Just to, <laughs> exactly. exactly so. It's just like, how do you even like, yeah, but yeah, your, your class had to deal with COVID going straight home to mm-hmm. do stuff online. Our class 
we got sent straight home. We had a whole year I of know. potential vaccines and shit. So, like, for us, it's like my mental health, I thought it was going to be terrible. Because mm-hmm. I didn't know when vaccines were going to show up. But then it came out, and I was like, okay. And then when we had the in-person graduation, it was much better. Because mm-hmm. now, hate to say it, life is getting a little bit back to normal. It, it is. Slowly but surely, but it is. Yeah, like they just announced that vaccinated children can go to summer camps without no mask. Mm. And, and you know, they lifted a lot of the mask restrictions now, like oh, in businesses yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Niggas, uh, white people out here wearing no uh, mask. No mask. Don't care. <laughs> you wear a mask, they're going to look at you crazy. Right. They look at you like you're the one in the, in the wrong. Like, look, look at this motherfucker. <laughs> COVID, is, COVID didn't go nowhere, y'all. It's still, it's it's still, still there. Like, you're vaccinated. People, it is safer. It does feel safer. But yeah. I wear my mask at all times. Me just, too. Yeah, just in case. Because you can still get COVID even if you have been vaccinated. It's yeah. just a slimmer and there's chance. another And there's another strain too in Vietnam. Yeah, um, yeah, I've heard. I'm not saying like, oh, it's going to travel all the way to America. Mm-hmm. No, like viruses mutate over time. So mm-hmm. it's going to happen. Yeah. So like with Vietnam, they have a combination of the Indian variant and the England variant. Mm-hmm. And uh, was it England? No, the, the Brit UK variant mash it together that's your Vietnam variant mm. and it's like it's still happening now and the thing is that's concerning me and I know we're getting off a topic with mental health but the thing that's concerning me is that the Tennessee said that they're going to stop reporting daily COVID cases and deaths I and can believe infection that. rates mm-hmm. because they're saying oh more people getting vaccinated but then I get a call from one of my job the job that I used to have mm-hmm. which now is being transferred to a whole thing that hey Vaccination rates are actually going down or slower than we expected mm. because and only 45% of the state has been vaccinated. Mm-hmm. So it's like you're doing all it is and we still haven't gotten everybody vaccinated yet. Yeah. What the fuck? Well, you know, and I feel like with them lifting the restrictions with the masks and stuff, because they're you're, they're thinking that people are going to go out and get vaccinated. Oh. They're not going to do that. They're just going to. Just take their mask off because they didn't want to wear a mask in the first place. Yeah, Dumbass is telling you that, oh, it's all sugar water. What? <laughs> like, come on now. Yeah. So, it's, yeah, I just, I don't know. I mean, I hope that we're able, it won't go back to normal, I don't think. It'll be like our new normal at that point when we are able to get back yeah. into a point where everything is back open again. But, mm-mm. like, we had a point now to where, Yes, things look great because people are going back to sports games. Mm-hmm. Uh, sports games. Now, going to sport <laughs> arenas, people are able to go to restaurants and not have to worry about other people. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is nice to see that people do feel a little bit more comfortable to where the economies are. The economies all over the country are coming back up. But when you really think about it, if shit pops off, I won't be surprised. I wouldn't be either, honestly. I'd be like, yeah, we in this shit for the long haul. Mm-hmm. And then... When you think about other countries still going through it, it's like, yeah, like India went through the whole big boom mm-hmm. and they are in need supply of vaccines. Brazil, uh, I mean, the UK still got some problems that going on with them. Uh, we are not out of the woods yet. We are not. Mm-mm. And it's just the, U, the U.S. has decided to not has to stop reporting numbers as much because they're kind of just like. We're done with it. We're mm-hmm. going to move forward. Yeah. And and that shouldn't be the case. Like, we should still be on top of it so we can make sure. Mm-hmm. Don't try to say, like, oh, my God, people are dying every day. Like, 100,000 people are dying because that's not the case. People are still dying from COVID, but it's just, it, it's less of a thing now to where it's just like the news is not going to put a whole thing on it no more. Yeah. So, yeah, but I don't know. 
I, I will say I am glad that people are getting vaccinated. People were get, able to get vaccinated. Mm-hmm. You got them hoteps talking about, oh, nah, shit. Nah, I'm not getting vaccinated. They going to chip me. <laughs> the government going to put the chip in. Okay. Nigga, your phone watches you. Right. Like, come on. Your computer, your TV. Everything that got a camera. Is, okay, they probably, probably watching this actually, podcast right now. <laughs> my laptop got the camera open. They FBI like, watching me. <laughs> like, hi. <laughs> How you doing? So right now we got Agent Johnson on the phone. <laughs> Say what's up. Like, what's up? <laughs> fuck shit. Yeah, nah. It's just, um, nah, yeah. But no, COVID is there. But like, yeah, I mean, the mental. Uh, yeah, I mean, David used to talk to me about this all the time. About like how every, all this shit was taken away from him. So like. He is excited to go back to school. Yeah. And his, and, and we, are you going to go back to homecoming? I don't know. That's a good question. I didn't even think about Because I was looking forward to going last year. But I might. I might. I hadn't even think, thought about it. Do you think you're going to go to homecoming? Bro, if I don't go to homecoming, somebody's going to slap me. Somebody's going to slap you? <laughs> My parents. Oh, okay. But no, no, other people, yeah. yeah. But no. <laughs> slap this motherfucker for not coming to more. No way. No. <laughs> but... It's just, uh, no, people have already said it since the beginning of the pandemic mm-hmm. that, you know, homecomings are going to be canceled. But when things get better, homecoming is about to go crazy. Mm-hmm. Like TSU, it's going to be crazy. Almost everywhere. It's going to be. They always go all out for their homecoming, though. Ten people going to come out with guns. Be like, ah! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they already like to shoot at TSU, so that's not a. <laughs> yeah. It starts, yeah, it's just bad, but. <laughs> Atlanta, Morehouse, Spelman, and Clark. Mm-hmm. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. They're going to be, when we go back in person, it's going to be off the chain for real. It's going to be like, Jesus mm-hmm. Christ. <laughs> like, don't mm-hmm. have to block off the interstate. That traffic is going to be <laughs> a hot mess. Oh, my gosh. They're going to, bro, so many vendors, so many yeah. people from like, to, it's going to be like one, two, three, four, five, six years mm-hmm. of, of, of classes of alumna yep because uh well no 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 no. talking about you have your four years mm-hmm. who, who are still in there 2020 and 2021 are going to be there because it's like a well, homecoming was taken away well 2020 your homecoming wasn't taken away it was like your no. first alumna homecoming yeah yeah so mm-hmm. it'll be 2021 coming in but like my homecoming was taken away mm-hmm. 2020 will come back in because like, i want to see this shit everybody else gonna come in be like i want to see this shit right right so it's gonna be amazing morehouse is gonna make Five million dollars. They gonna have shit. a bunch of money. Oh my god, <laughs> this money, goddamn. Yeah. <laughs> and the worst part about it, we still gonna lose that homecoming game. <laughs> <laughs> Probably the Morehouse team kind of sucks, but maybe they've gotten better. Maybe uh, I don't know. I think you, I don't know if you heard a lot. Well, okay. First of all, remember? Did you know who we were gonna face last year if we didn't have COVID? Uh uh-uh. uh Southern. Oh really? <laughs> it was gonna be Southern and Morehouse together. Mm. Their homecomings together. They were going to do, oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, that's what my uh, uncle told me because he went to Southern and he mm-hmm. was like, yeah, they're going to try to do like a joint homecoming or something like that. Mm-hmm. So it was going to it was gonna be pretty dope. But um, no, I don't know if you heard, um, this is a sidetrack. I don't know if you heard a lot, one episode uh, David and I did where uh, the quarterback almost kicked my ass. <laughs> what? <laughs> the, uh, this quarterback from UConn. Back, yeah. Back like, I think sophomore. Yeah, sophomore yeah. year. It was a guy who like dropped from UConn, and then he ended up uh, going to Morehouse, and then he got he got benched for the freshman quarterback. Mm-hmm. He kicked the ball, and then he I was like, 
didn't have to do that, but okay. And he gets mad. What you say, nigga? Oh. What you say? And then my roommates, <laughs> why well, I say they're the best roommates of all time, they came up and they basically said, like, you ain't going to touch my nigga. And then and some dude comes up because the group of guys trying to fight us. Some dude comes up and says, man, I ain't came here to ball. I came here to fight. I came here to kill. And he's just oh? <laughs> like, what? what? <laughs> I came oh, my here to- God. But then this man wearing slides and socks with a white beater. Oh, so he was ready. He, he was, was ready. He was ready, but like I, I couldn't help but try to roast. <laughs> and yeah. it's just like, why are you playing ball with slides oh, right. on? <laughs> and it's just like, don't worry about me, nigga. I'm worry about yourself. It's just like, okay, nigga. And then he, the quarterback, threatened to come up and do something. And then he actually left and brought some of his friends, but we weren't there to see it because mm. we, we, we done dipped. But it was stupid. It yeah, was stupid. it sounds like it. It was stupid. But no, Morehouse football team. I don't know. They might get better. They, I, I, I don't know. Right. I'm still mad Spellman don't got a basketball team. I'm mad we don't have no sports, period. <laughs> I but, mean, we have intramural sports. Intramural. Um, yeah. But it's not for competition. Like, the only thing that they offer as far as, like, participating publicly, I guess, would be cheerleading or ma- being a ma- majorette. So. But, I mean, do you, majorettes go hard. I'll say that. Oh, yeah. The majorettes be dancing for real. They go hard. <laughs> But yeah. uh, do you know why you guys don't have sports? Because I noticed. I have no idea. All right, so check it out. <laughs> <laughs> so let me tell you something. Right, right. <laughs> but and then I'll ask you something later. But mm. no, fuck, <laughs> that's cringy. But no, nah, uh, so I, when I was in kinesiology freshman year before I switched to bio, uh, one of the things that my professor had told me was that Spellman had the opportunity to go into an all female sports league with mm-hmm. like um, who's who, who's the other off. All girl, off um, um, HBCU. They were the school that almost went broke. Yeah, I know exactly who you're talking about. I'm blanking on the name of the school. Um, well, in any case, mm, yeah. In any case, so they were gonna do like an all female uh, sports league or something, and then they were like, "Okay, don't really feel like it." And Spelman was like, "And then I guess something happened to where they had a choice. They could either do the league or they take the money." And do something with it. And they said, we'll take the money. Mm. And they took the money and made the fitness center. Okay. Okay. And apparently it cost $5 million to make that fitness center. I can believe it. It's a nice fitness center. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Every time I got so fucking jealous <laughs> of that fitness center. Yeah. But then the thing is, is that um, the professor got real mad because she was just like, how are you going to have a fitness center? And none of them women going to use it. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. I was, and then she was just like, you... Like, if you have a sports league, you're going to have more people. You're going to have women feel really nice because mm-hmm. you have basketball, volleyball. You could have done some other stuff like tennis. Like, you basically took away so many opportunities just because you want to say we're not just all about sports. But that's the thing, though. Morehouse isn't all about sports, but we still have But you still have, have sports. Yeah. yeah. We we have a football team that's not that great, but we have a basketball team that's, that's good. That's pretty good, yeah. Yeah. Like, uh was a lead point guard a couple of years ago who just graduated this year. Congratulations to him. Mm-hmm. Tyrese Walker. He, he played for the G league. Oh, wow. Okay. He played in the G league and well G league. And then he also played in the summer league. Mm-hmm. And like, even though he didn't go NBA or nothing like that, it's still impressive to be at that spot from a D two college. Mm-hmm. So yeah. And then, you know, it's just like the Spellman not to have that the professor got mad and ranted on it. I was a little upset, but then I could have, I am not going to hold you. This nigga's at Morehouse are kind of stupid. <laughs> so if y'all would have had a volleyball team, 
would have been a crowd of niggas. Oh, yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> just, just looking at it like, yeah. It would have been lit, though, for real. If we had sports, I feel like, oh, well, if someone had sports, I feel like it would have been lit. But, I mean, they try to make up with it, like I said before, by doing the intramural sports. Like, you can still play and promote sport, it And, and promoting healthy living, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, you can play a sport, but it just wasn't for a competition. Yeah, and I mean, it's still cool. I mean, I, I looked inside, and I was like, this is really nice. Mm-hmm. I still remember the day you guys got that trainer. Oh, <laughs> It went yes. fucking crazy. Everybody wanted to go get trained that day. Man, they were all like... Uh, <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah. We had we had gay guys coming in like, ooh, let me... Mm-hmm. Real quick. <laughs> yep. then, but then a bunch of other guys uh were talking about like how oh, man why are you gonna go in there for a you know, trainer? He ain't even that good looking. <laughs> it's just like y'all niggas hate Everybody was feeding off of that trainer though, for real. Was he any did you did, I, did I you never, try him? No, I never worked with them. But I used to see like because on the Spellman, I think they had a fitness page or something on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I would see him on there, so that was the most that I saw of the trainer, though. Yeah, because some girls just straight up just said, like, I want to fuck him. <laughs> this yeah. is like, what the Yeah, fuck? like, people were, OG, they were OC. Like, it was crazy. It's just a fitness. He knew what he was doing, too. He knew exactly what he was doing. Taking pictures with his shirt off and stuff. Like, dude, come on. Come Got on. sweaty as hell. Yes. And no, in good will, he goes, he's at an all-women's institution. Like, that's going to happen. <laughs> but at that point, it's just like, do you blame it on him or the administration? Right, honestly. Administration, yeah. I don't want to do this shit. But yeah, it, it got weird. It was, yeah, it was set Was he something. any good, though, or was he one of those just do five push ups? I mean, for, it seemed like he was good, and I, don't, I guess he's still there. I don't know if he's there yeah. still or not. But, um, but it's my understanding that he was pretty decent from what I've heard through the grapevine. So. I'm a great boy. Girl, he made me do thrust. <laughs> I don't know what, but his shit. Uh, um, but I don't know. I don't know if he's any good or not. I don't have any personal experience. That's good. Well, let's go ahead and check to see where we're at right now and go on with the show. Okay. You still having a good time? Oh, yeah. I'm cool. I'm chilling. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about this next part and talk about um, basically with um, your podcasting. Mm-hmm. Just uh, man, not not by really podcasting, but knowing about yourself and uh, knowing about what is happening. Knowing knowing is about like how how are you feeling with podcasting so far with you, with my own personal podcast. Yeah. Um. And you know what? You don't even have to go deep on it. Yeah. This is your thing. I just wanted to ask you straight up. Sure. Um. And I don't mind sharing. You know, I feel like that's a good part of doing podcasts is being able to be open because yeah, um, at some parts you're at some part when i started this you were kind of i kind of saw you as a, not as a mentor but someone who uh not as a mentor but as a good helping hand mm-hmm. yeah. yeah well I, i'm glad i could help in whatever way i you know could but now i'm stuck um, on your ass <laughs> <laughs> um but i mean i guess in regards to my own podcast like i still really want to revisit it and i have all these ideas and you know, whatever the case, but the difference I feel like now between how I was when I first started it, I just, I don't know. For some reason, the the oomph isn't there anymore. Like, I, I want to do it, but at the same time, there's not, I don't know how to describe it. It's just not like a, a passion anymore. Yeah. So, but there are some things I do want to get off my chest, and I feel like the podcast is a really good platform for that, but... um I don't know. I don't know. Plus, I have this, like, rinky-dink 
<laughs> microphone. Like Jordan over here has like this high tech <laughs> equipment. It makes me it feel ain't even that <laughs> much. It ain't. Even, it's just a fucking boom art. Like got a whole sound. Whatever this thing. Oh, that's a ro- you be my roadcaster. Well, look, I don't even know the specific name, but <laughs> this is the this is the roadcaster pro. <laughs> you trying to <laughs> that, show it that off? Apex on board sound quality. No, but uh-huh. <laughs> you better get with it, nigga. <laughs> get with it, but no, 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 no. I, I feel you. Yeah, uh, but, but I'm. But I just you know, like I, I want to, but. I think if I'm going to revisit, and I've talked to a couple of my friends about this, they're like, oh, you're going to, you know, keep doing the podcast, blah, blah, blah. People have asked me, and I'm just like, yeah, I guess so, but I just don't. I have to just do it, you know, stop thinking about it so much. Just just do it, put it out there, and then when I get these last little episodes out, then I'll probably be done. Yeah, no, I feel you. Um, I mean, straight up, I, I liked your podcast. I Thanks. thought it was cool. I will say one thing about it. Podcasting does take a lot of commitment. It, it takes mm-hmm. some commitment. It does. And yeah. even if you do it as a hobby, you start to think, if you get real excited about it, you start to think about what else you want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, you've talked about my brilliant equipment. Yes, <laughs> <but> high tech. <laughs> yes, don't talk shit. But, <laughs> but yeah, with, with mine, I, I do feel real cool about it because this is literally like a year and a month that I have put work into this podcast mm-hmm. I think and it's been a year, a whole year already. Yeah, I did like a whole reflection oh, wow. episode on it, and I talked to, talk and went back on some episodes mm-hmm. where I talked about things about self help, and I was like, hey, "Why are you talking about self help? But you can't even get help yourself." Uh, <laughs> calling yourself out. <laughs> yeah, because I started thinking about. That. I was like, "Motherfucker, I could do more things." Right. Yeah. I still gotta learn, but yeah, I I was in this position where like I could save up money, made a budget sheet around it, mm-hmm. bought this roadcaster microphone i bought this microphone as an accident as an how do you accidentally buy a microphone <laughs> because I'm, i i don't know how to, how did i buy this microphone oh i know why because there was a i needed an xlr input i couldn't do mm-hmm. usb with it so i was like shit i need a microphone with xlr input output. oh okay and then i was like well we do have this one microphone and i was like Oh, okay. Yeah, shit. I'll go with it. And then I looked up the prices and it was like, well, this is the cheapest microphone for anybody who's well and it's good bang for your buck. And I was like, well, fuck, I have to buy it. Yeah. <laughs> so I ended up buying <laughs> it. Point, yeah. And I was like, oh, I love this microphone. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. And uh, I ended up buying a second one to yeah. do episodes like this because I'll be honest with you, I'm getting tired of Zoom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's getting to a point where it's uh, like, yeah. But hang it up. Fuck. <laughs> but try to do an episode with. David yesterday. Yeah, and the Wi-Fi wasn't working. Yeah, and then I told him, all right, we're going to go ahead and end. He just looked at my face like, Hurr? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, just, yeah. and then uh, trying to do the video podcast, mm-hmm. I still want to do videos, but I've realized that I want to go a little more, mm-hmm. where like I have this setting, but we have multiple cameras and lighting and go on a switcher, we mm-hmm. switch to different cameras and angles, something like that. Like, if you ever... Have you ever heard of a podcast called Double Toasted? Yeah, I have. Have you? I've heard of it before. I've never listened to it, but I've heard of it, yeah. Okay, if you go on YouTube and, and like look at their stuff, you realize that they, it's like a lot of hard work and dedication, and they put money into it, mm-hmm. and they have like multiple cameras uh, to show like different angles. And I start to realize I'm not at that position yet to do it, but I feel like if I, whenever I, can, if I do have the opportunity, I, I would be able to take it. Because, to that level. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because you know what? I, I think it's like whatever you do in life, whatever you put your mind into it, you can do it. 
Yeah, definitely. You just definitely got you can. just you just got to plan it out. Mm-hmm. And I want to be able to do that stuff to where it was nice because like let's be real. When David and I did the episode back in Atlanta, he loved the setup where mm-hmm. he's like he felt like he was on the radio. That this is exactly what it feels like like being on a radio station kind of. Yeah, I mm-hmm. even thought about like shit, what if I do work at a radio station? I know, oh, that would be cool. <laughs> you be like, something like that. One on one to be jazz, nigga. <laughs> but no, nah, but I started realizing like you could do something like this mm-hmm. and uh if you put your you put imagination, creativity and, and your thought into it while also putting some money in it, you'll be able to you'll be able to do a lot of cool things with it that a lot of people have, have wanted to do but they wouldn't be able to do. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. think what it's crazy is that we live in a world now where a lot of people do podcasting. A lot of people do podcasting. Like, you go on Instagram, and you go through, like, they have, like, the ads, and they show other people's pages of doing yeah. podcasting, and it's just like, this is crazy. But you start to realize everybody's doing the same thing, but you can literally find another way to make yours different. Yeah, you can. You yeah. definitely can. And I actually have two follow-up questions for you about your podcast. This is my podcast. You don't ask me shit. I have questions. You don't fucking ask me nothing. <laughs> don't ask me shit. I'm gonna ask the questions now. <laughs> so, Let me ask you this. <laughs> Why the fuck are you asking me shit? <laughs> Go ahead, bro. But anyways, um, no, uh, <laughs> you better not say it. You better not say it. Let me ask you another question. Fuck. <laughs> That's what we're done. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, no, but on a serious note, for real. Um, so, and I, we've talked about this before, but you plan on keeping your podcast up and active for a while, right? Do you have, like, a timeline for when you... Shit, I don't know. <laughs> but timeline of, like, when I get certain things and when I do stuff? Or, no, even just, like, is it your plan to continue your podcast for, like, years to come or... Hopefully. I yeah. mean, honestly, I've thought about some things. Like, if I end up working at a job... I could find a way to, to, to juggle it because mm-hmm. I found a way to juggle this podcast of school and it worked out. Uh, one of the biggest regrets is that we were na- unable to go back to campus mm-hmm. and have this podcast. Cause I swear to God, if I went back to campus and did this podcast, with all this equipment, people would have been like, yo, let me get on. Right. Bro. Like, yeah. Cause this, this whole setup you have is like legit, you know? So people definitely would have been on it top of it. It ain't no phone to phone bullshit. Right. Right. That, <laughs> that my chemistry teacher told me, why don't you just use your phone? Use my no, phone, nigga. No, that quality would be ass. Three degrees. Yeah. You still spit out bullshit. Right. <laughs> Come on now. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, I, I feel like I, I can do this for a minute. Um, for all the money I can save up, like my, right now, I can't say that I can buy everything in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can figure out ways to get around with it, but I can't buy everything in the world uh, to make it right. But I, I feel like if I got like a full time job, got, got comfortable where I'm at, I could figure out a way to buy some things and to do some stuff. And I think even with now, you got something that's very, uh, you know, that's mid high quality, mm-hmm. and I can do a lot of cool things with it. So I feel like this podcast can last for a long time, but. I will be real. Well, I, I real be real. <laughs> but I will be real. Uh, if I ever get to a point where I start having like a, if I have to start having a family or if I got to be serious with my job mm-hmm. or anything like that, this podcast might be on hold for a minute. Or I had the idea where I, 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 you know, I hold it off for someone else to get on the podcast for a little bit and they'd be that co-host and I'd be like, there you go. Mm-hmm. I thought about David. David is actually somebody that I could trust for a little bit. Right. Even if he sometimes says some shit, that's... Questionable. Like, nigga. Uh, Brandon and I have actually started 
doing like a weekly thing mm. where when Brandon, Brandon Bagwell, when we come in, uh, we might do stuff every, every uh, Wednesday or every Friday. And we might do episodes on there at his place and uh, do something with that. Uh, I have thought about trying to do a lot of things with it, but I think overall I, I, I would keep going with this podcast. I'm still trying to figure out new ideas with it. I am still trying to figure out how to market and advertise. Mm-hmm. And that shit is hard. Yeah, but I feel I feel like the fact that you are consistent with your stuff, which I know, like when you first start podcasting, one of the things that they say to help get views and stuff is being consistent, and you are. So I feel like that works in your favor a lot of the time. Yeah, and I don't. It it, it just comes in like this is like a, a third job, mm-hmm. so it just happens like that. And then I try to get people on this show through Zoom or in person come through and just be like oh, let's just talk and chill and let's just see what goes on because the midnight drop is all about trying to figure out it's trying to get people in a chill environment to where everybody be talking mm-hmm. like with the lgbtq plus episode that was a chill environment where like no matter who you are what you identify what you look like you can chill and we just be talking because mm-hmm. we spent we spent like the first 25 30 minutes just talking just chilling and it was a great time it was a wonderful yeah. shot and devin wonderful people um yeah, man, and I think with the second mic, and possibly third or fourth mic, I get we might do some, right, yeah, we might some real, real cool shit. But um, yeah, I mean, I'm at a point where I'm just like, I want to do a lot of cool things with it. Mm-hmm. I definitely got to start networking. Definitely, yeah. Because I, I swear to God, there has to be a network of podcasters that do shit. And I think that, like, if you were to Google something like, um, uh, what are they called? Um, like summits or something that people host where they can have a bunch of podcasters come, you know, like how they have like hair shows and a bunch of hairstylists come to one location and art shows, a bunch of artists yeah. go to one location. So maybe there's something like that for podcasters. This is my podcast. Yeah. yeah. And this, <laughs> and be able to network that way. Or if not, you know, you could always, well, I could just grab a big ass sign. You know yeah. how like those people at the signs be like, you must repent. God. Is oh yeah. God right is real. Him, right. Right beside him is that listen to my podcast. Uh, yeah. And I drop Saturdays at 10. Yeah. Yeah. Like that man is crazy. <laughs> well, God, I mean, if it works. Talk- want to talk about god go repent gay go to hell that, that that's that's wrong yeah <laughs> <laughs> you talk about i'm weird nigga. but yeah i mean no, that'd be cool but you had a second question i did and i forgot it fuck <laughs> i was listening to what you were saying and it like escaped my brain it'll come back probably. Uh, well hold on let me ask you this do you feel like do you feel like at school back at like morehouse and spellman anybody was real prominent in, in the podcasting Besides maybe the midnight, no, not, not, but the, the uh, <laughs> now you're going to say your own <laughs> shit. I'm the midnight drop. The blue record. Um, because. I didn't know of any other ones outside of the, and I, I actually didn't know about Spellman's until you brought that to my attention. And so, I, and I had the interview with Caleb, mm-hmm. which, you know, was pretty good. Well, pretty good. And I shared. With yeah. You, episode. yeah. We talked about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, um, I know one dude who had it. And I've known him from another friend, and I don't even listen to his mm-hmm. at all. I wanted to, but after some shit that happened, I was like, man, fuck you. I can't listen. With the dude who made the podcast, you had some problems with him? I had some problems with him, but we're okay. not going to get into that. I'll That's something it. I'll tell you after this. Yeah. But uh, there, but then I've I've started looking at how there was another dude that made his podcast. Mm-hmm. And then I, there was a point where I, I wanted to make a podcast with other people. Because I'm going to be real with you. I don't see nobody else doing a podcast. 
I don't either. That's what. That's why I wanted to start mine because I was like, oh, that doesn't seem like something that people are really doing. So why I, not? I want to do a podcast with uh, my old public public speaking group mm, mm-hmm. because I feel like doing a podcast has better makes you better public speaker. I think so too. Mm-hmm. And they said, well, we're gonna go in a different direction. Well, fuck you. All <laughs> right then. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I have a whole thing about that, but. Um, I feel like with public, I, I, <laughs> talk about me with my public speaking. Fuck me, but I think with podcasting, there was it wasn't really prevalent in the AUC, and, and now we're at a point to where it's just like I would genuinely come back, pitch something, and say let's do it. Mm-hmm. But uh, that, that's here or that's neither here or there. So yeah, I mean, but I mean, you said you lost a spark. Was it like one day you just figured out you were just like I am not doing this no more? Well. Um, I think it was like a build up kind of thing. Like I, um, I started to make episodes based off of like what other people were suggesting that I do episodes on. And it wasn't like something I was passionate about. Like the topics that they were suggesting were cool or whatever, but I wasn't really passionate. I started to just, the podcast got away from my initial like reasoning for starting it. Like I, my initial thing for starting my own podcast was like, okay, I'm going to create a pa- platform like in my intro for weirdos, outcasts, out of the box thinkers. <laughs> I'm going to create a platform for, you know, those kind of people to be on there and for us to discuss, discuss topics that were kind of out of the box and maybe uncomfortable to talk about. Yeah. Um, hey. And mm-hmm. it just got to a point where I either, you know, couldn't think of any other ideas. And then I was asking other people for ideas and I just wasn't a, I wasn't passionate about the the suggestions. Um, and so I, I just, I got discouraged, I think, and I just stopped. So now I have some more ideas that I could talk about, um, but I don't know. I just haven't gotten back into it yet. Man, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this right now. If you want to use some of my shit to do what you want to do, you're more than welcome to. I appreciate that. I do. Because <laughs> you know what? At this point in time, just do it. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> if you want to do a couple episodes, you got to use my stuff. I'll be more than happy to let you do it. Okay. Yeah. And I'm going to have to, because if I, if I definitely, if I start going back to it, you, you got to be on a couple of my episodes for sure. Because I, I think I value your insight and, you know, the back and forth that we are able to have. So, you know, I feel like it'd be, it'd be, uh, what's the one I'm trying to say? Anyways, beneficial. I feel like you should you beneficial. should yeah beneficial. <laughs> <laughs> I, my brain is not working right now, but yeah, I think it would be beneficial. No, I think it'd be great. Yeah, man, it's crazy when everybody's doing a podcast. Even the president of Morehouse is doing a pseudo podcast. Really? Called House Notes. Oh. And I'm just like, this is cool and all, but uh, I I could no, I could mm-hmm. be doing some more shit with this. Yeah. Like, okay, here's here's the one thing you I would tell any listeners watching. Watching, <laughs> listening <Yes>. to this. <laughs> if you're watching this, oh yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm watching, watching right. it and watching the words, motherfucker, <laughs> with my ears, <laughs> you dumbass. But no, but I will say this: Dude, I, it it can be really hard to to be a little competitive, mm-hmm. and in that competition, to be a, a good podcast uh, ends up being hating other shit and you gotta be careful mm-hmm. yeah definitely <laughs> cause you start talking shit you saw you see yourself you be seeing some podcasts on Instagram you be like look at this motherfucker mm-hmm. this shit over here and fuck this fuck your, <laughs> fuck <your> right. podcast <laughs> you talking about games but well, fuck you I'm talking about some insightful shit <laughs> right right they can come listen to my podcast <laughs> oh you talking about insightful shit how insightful mine's more insightful mine is deep <laughs> like for real <laughs> 
<laughs> How deep is yours, nigga? <laughs> you go fuck yourself. <laughs> oh, you do yours in your bed with your girlfriend? Fuck your girlfriend. <laughs> right, yeah. Fuck your house. Fuck your house. Fuck your bed. <laughs> just be mad. <laughs> just be a hater. <laughs> but no, it just shows you like how accessible accessible it is. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I just think it's real. You know what's something else? Why did, doesn't Morehouse or Spellman have a besides them not having a podcast, why haven't they done shit on the radio? Yeah, that's a good question. Because Fisk, <laughs> Fisk has their own jazz thing. Mm-hmm. So it, I thought it'd be, I think it would be, this is my pitch. I think it would be cool for Morehouse Spellman to get together. Not only do a podcast, but also do a radio where they get in and then anybody who wants to be in the radio or podcasting or entertainment, they practice from there. Mm-hmm. Because I'm telling you right now, you know, there are people who would want to be in the entertainment business. And even though radio isn't as big as it really is, you can still do it. Yeah. And I think that would be a great opportunity for people to get into that field for sure. So, like, have a whole uh, podcast club or radio club, whatever yeah. they want to call it. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. Cause, you know, David wants to do radio. Mm. Oh, yeah. Well, he, wa- okay. well, he wanted to. Yeah. Now he's trying to figure some other stuff. So, mm-hmm. that's that. But, you know. It is what it is. It is what it is. So, yeah. man. To to wrap this whole part up, podcasting, it's cool. It's great. I I would say it's a wonderful time. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, if you want to use my shit, use my shit. All right. I'll definitely keep that. I'm going to take you up on that offer for real, though. Yeah. (laughs) No, I I will tell you this for future plans. David, I'm going to try to figure something out with him. Try to do something on Thursdays. Mm -hmm. I wish he lived near here. I know. He's so far. He's <laughs> far. He's going back to Arkansas. Today. Yeah. Brandon, we're definitely going to do some episodes. Mm-hmm. If you want to do something every week, we can. Okay. Do you want to? I don't know if I'll be able to do every week just because my schedule is <laughs> be all over the place. But I will definitely, like, as often as I can, I think that would be cool. Um, maybe I could set a time, uh, set aside some time or a day that I potentially could do something every week. But I just have to look at my schedule, see what's what. I'll tell you, I'll let, I'll, I'll, let, I'll ask him, let you know. Mm-hmm. It requires me to do some planning too. Yeah. Uh, but let's go and get into this next one and try to get going. You good? Oh, yeah, I'm straight. All right, I'll just let you know. Uh, let's just, just talk about some shit uh, regarding. Fuck, we're going to talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, no, actually, no, let's actually go into this whole discussion with uh, with some movies. Okay. Watching movies in lately? I haven't watched a movie in forever. You know, my go-to is like Netflix and Hulu and stuff. But I mean, I, there's movies on there, of course. But I've been binge watching Bad Girls Club. So yeah, Bad Girls Club. <laughs> yeah, it's on Hulu. You know that? Look that up real quick, so I can get. <laughs> you a, don't know what it is? I, I've heard of it. Please don't be nothing oh like loving hip hop. Don't be. Uh, don't be loving. Don't be loving like hip hop. It's not like loving hip hop, huh? Because uh, apparently some shit happened in Love and Hip Hop that I, somebody, somebody got married. <laughs> really? I mean, I don't watch so, Love, uh, Love and Hip Hop, but this is bad girl. Every but, time you get on that touch screen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know what you need to see to see if you recognize it or not. But Hold on, I want to see the review because I saw a 4. 4. 4.7 out of 10. Yeah, it's it's really like, I don't really know the point of the show. It's like a bunch of girls are recruited to come in a house and they're sp- supposedly quote unquote bad girls, and they party and they fight and they have a reunion at the end. But I don't really know what the purpose. Yeah, it of ended the show this. Is. Oh, it ended this, uh, this twenty seventeen. Yeah, it's the old 
They used to come on TV all the time, but and they had a spinoff called Tanisha Gets Married. That's oh, it did. I didn't know they did all the yeah. show. With yeah, there's always it's always spinoffs with yeah. this shit. But damn, that this that's crazy. Okay, so you've been watching that. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm, then there's a show, a series that I've been watching called Crew Summer. That's also on Hulu. It's pretty good. Crew Summer. Mm-hmm. We'll look it up because now you give me ideas for other reviews. Because uh, I just reviewed three, two movies and one show. Oh, yeah? Okay. Oh, whoop, shit. <laughs> but, yeah, the first movie was Without Remorse. Oh, it's, hold on, it's Cruel. Sorry. Okay, no. But I did Without, I w- reviewed Without Remorse starring Michael B. Jordan. Uh, and then Monday, Sebastian Stan. Mm-hmm. And uh, Dennis Gow, don't know. And, uh, oh, look at that, drama. But, <laughs> and then uh, I also reviewed Love, Death, and Robots, volume oh, two. Oh, I like Love, Death, Robots. Did you see the second volume? I did, did I go through all of it? I don't think I've watched the whole uh, volume yet, but I'm watching it. Did you watch volume one? Yes. How'd you like that one? I liked it. It was different. Like, I just liked how, because I don't know if it was, it wasn't supposed to be, like, sequential. Like, they were all each individually their own show like it wasn't like a series type situation um but i thought it was cool to have like the different styles of animation and the various stories that were being told i thought it was pretty interesting i gave my review on series on volume two Mm -hmm. um late last week no like earlier this week or something Mm -hmm. and i said that volume two was a great was a great volume i even said that in some points it's better than volume one okay because volume one i had watched it a long time ago and I did like how all the shorts were different and that they could have been its own thing. But the problem was it was that I did feel like it was it showed a little too much, you know, sex, uh, you know, nudity and, and boob or well, boob, <laughs> <laughs> boob and, uh, yeah. and, uh, and I think they really relied on that in the gore mm-hmm. because there was one short where it was the one like alternate history of Hitler. I, I I vaguely remember that one. That's yeah. the one where it's just like you go through an app and it's like alternate historia or whatever, mm-hmm. and it shows you the six different outcomes of what happened of of Hitler if he would have died this way. Oh yeah, I think I, I think I remember. It okay. gets interesting, and then one alternate history is that some girls from who are naked women from outer space come in and give him like a, a like an orgy and kill him through that, and I was, oh, wow, okay. and I was just like, this is. I don't know if you're trying to be funny, mm-hmm. but like by yourself, you're you're like oh. But when you, I realize when I'm watching it with Aaliyah, it's just like this is a little uncomfortable. Mm-hmm, <laughs> it's mm-hmm. a little weird. And then they get to other parts where it's just like you didn't need to have to go that you know, that sexual. You didn't have to do yeah. that. And uh, it just it was just different. The volume two doesn't really rely on that that much. Okay. I mean, the only thing that's different, and I'm not gonna sp- somebody's having sex with a robot. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> okay. But it's not even like that. It's tasteful. Mm, but <laughs> yeah, it's not raunchy. Okay. <laughs> it's for it's for the exquisite mind. Ah, okay. <laughs> you fucking hooligans. <laughs> but no, nah, I mean I like I like Love Different Robots. Um I would seriously check out the second volume. Okay, yeah, I gotta finish watching that. It's been a yeah. minute since then. But Yeah. Without Remorse was awful. Is that a movie or a TV show? Tom Clancy's Without Remorse, the movie. With Michael B. Jordan. That. That's the one where uh I really wish it was connected to a. It's the one where um, he's like basically Michael B. Jordan plays like a guy who's like a Navy SEAL. Mm-hmm. Some Russians come in and kill his wife. And he's like, I'm gonna make him pay. And uh, corny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and 
Man, they the pawn. They don't know. They miss. They made the pawn to a king. It's mm. like the fuck. Yeah, that sounds real corny. <laughs> it, was a, it was a terrible movie. It was a terrible movie. And then uh, Monday I watched, which talks about basically a couple, or well, not a couple. It's one woman who was in Athens, Greece, for the summer. Find you know makes love with a DJ to have sex on the beach, wake up naked, uh, and then they end up just doing their thing and it's like a kind of like you know a summer fling mm-hmm. but then the guy's just like wait who plays by Sebastian Stan wait 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 don't go don't leave and I guess in a good sense in a good summary this movie talks about what if those those you know 70s 80s 90s romance movies uh, continued after the love interest didn't get on the plane or on the train mm, yeah <laughs> that would be an interesting twist <laughs> to see how it goes it was interesting because it was, yeah. it was cool. But one of the main criticisms I had was that you have thirty year olds acting like fucking teenagers, talking yeah. about like, oh my god, burgers, <laughs> the fuck out of here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you guys have jobs, Don't right? Be- you act like you act your age. You they, not- they, one of them starts acting their age, and then it just falls hill from that. And I like that, but you know, I, movie was all right. I gave mm-hmm. it like a six, but uh, and then like I said, David and I try to do an Army of the Dead review. Mm-hmm. Which is that new movie from Zack Snyder about the zombies in Las Vegas on Netflix? Okay, okay. Yeah, and I, you know, I'll give my score now. It's six out of ten because mm. there is some shit that doesn't make any sense. But uh, I, I thought it was cool. So I mean, I'm trying to figure out some more stuff to watch. Um, How do you usually like find the movies that you're gonna review? Man, I just looked that shit. You just up. random like choose something. Well, I go on YouTube, see if there's any new trailers, and then I look up movies like movies coming out this month, movies mm-hmm. coming out this week, and then I'll figure out a way to review them. And I, I'll tell you right now, if there's one thing I fix my podcast is I'm slacking on those reviews because mm. like there's sometimes I'm reviewing a movie that came out two months ago and I'm reviewing it now, and I'm mm-hmm. like I need to get on this shit um, because like Monday came out I think in April, yeah, it came out in April, and I was just reviewed it. Past week, and I was like, "That's I should have reviewed this shit a long time ago." Mm-hmm. But I was trying to do a whole video thing with it, and that was different. So yeah, but um, ah oh, man, there was one time where I was looking at movies for the month of April, and there's this movie <laughs> talking about uh Jeff Bezos' wife that a whole competition is doing a whole competition to give away a million dollars. Black dude gets it, and I was like, "What the mm-hmm. fuck is this?" Yeah. I was like, "I gotta review it," and I never got the chance to watch it because I didn't know where it was being released, but. You'll be surprised how many movies get released in an entire month, both VOD, straight to DVD, or um, or just in theaters. Yeah, I I wasn't even aware, and so so you try to do reviews on movies that are like recent, they recently have been released. Yeah, recently been released. Like I got, like I might make the decision to go watch a, a Quiet Place too on theaters. Oh yeah, and I watch heard that. Doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I might you know watch that in theaters and, and do something with that. Uh, I know that with um, I know that with this week's gonna be difficult because I got a whole basketball tournament to referee this week next weekend, mm. which is gonna be different. So I'm gonna have to do that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna have to do that and, and and figure some shit out. But yeah, I mean, um, be honest with you, I might. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, what is what? What to you is your is your favorite movie of all time? Oh, of all time. Mm. Or a really good movie you've seen recently, and let's change it to that. What is a good movie that I've seen? I haven't seen a movie in forever. It feels like I just feel like I'm watching a bunch of series. Um, <laughs> well, what's a good what's a good series you've watched? Let's make that easier. Um, 
I would have to say so far this this series that I've been watching, Cruel Summer, that's on Hulu, is actually pretty good. Um, it's kind of confusing in some ways because it goes back and forth. It does a lot of flashbacks and like brings you back to the present and then flashbacks. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's pretty decent. It comes on every Tuesday, um, or a new episode is published every Tuesday. Um, and it's essentially about this girl who, um, there's two girls who are main characters. One of them is more of a nerd character and the other one's popular, you know, stereotype. Mm-hmm. Um, and the nerd girl basically wants to be friends with a popular girl, but she doesn't ever get noticed. And suddenly the popular girl gets, um, kidnapped. She's goes missing. And so the storyline is based off of like, for the beginning, her being lost, and then people trying to find her, and then the nerd girl becomes popular and takes over popular girl's li- popular girl's life, and it's just kind of crazy. So new things are developed every new episode that comes out. So it's interesting. Oh, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> interesting. So, so that one's pretty decent that I've watched here recently. That's that's yeah. all right. That's cool. Um, I was gonna say, do you have any? Um, Man, I mean, lately I've, I've talked a lot of good stuff about Invincible. Okay, I've heard good things about Invincible. I haven't seen it. Please myself. watch it. Okay, you got Amazon Prime. Yep, yeah, watch that shit. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> because that, that show is awesome. Um, Invincible is literally after its first season, people are trying to say, "Oh, it's like the best show, best superhero show out there now," mm-hmm. and it's gonna win awards for its first season. But I, I've read the comic. Awesome. The series has been great. Uh, it has been nice to kind of watch it. Uh, I know everybody who, who I know has been watching it, so you need to watch it. <laughs> but if <laughs> I have to jump take, on the bandwagon. Hell yeah. Uh, <laughs> Castlevania. Ooh, I got to do a review on Castlevania. Okay. I think my brother was talking about that, too. I haven't seen that either. But Cas- Castlevania was great. Actually, you want to get your brother to talk about it real quick? I mean, I could ask him. <laughs> Shit, yeah, get him on. <laughs> okay. Shit, yeah. Alright, so yeah, we're going to talk about Castlevania for a minute, try to keep the plays up, because I really want him to to get on this and, and talk about it, and see how he feels. Yeah, he, we, we here, <laughs> we here, and just see how he likes about it, and goes forward, we're probably not even going to get to it, yeah, it is what it is, actually, you know what? Let's see if I want to do this. Hold on. Just talk, I was just asking about Castlevania. That's it. I mean, I just put like a "We'll be right back" music. Shit. Oh, okay. We'll be right back. <laughs> After our sponsored messages, and then no fucking ads at all. <laughs> but that's the thing. So once you get some ads, don't you think like you're on top of the world or something? That's yeah, because that's when you you're apparently supposed to start getting paid and stuff when you yeah. have ads involved. Yeah. Okay. Just pass the mic. So yeah, how did you feel about yes. Castlevania? Uh. We're going by season, or are we just talking just in general? General. Uh, I grew up with the normal, or the normal, the original Castlevania games. Am I, am I good? Okay. Yeah, right here. I got you. Uh, I grew up with the Castlevania games. I, I played some of the originals, um, and 
I still play some of the re-releases on the Nintendo Switch. So I, I knew kind of the story going in. Uh, but the way that they executed it, because I, I, it's animated by Studio Powerhouse. Yeah, uh, and really good. I I love what they've done with it because it, it's it's more or less just an inter, inter, excuse me, it's an interpretation <laughs> of the story and the different characters that appear in it are actually characters that are in the lore of Castlevania. So I don't know how accurate it is because I don't remember uh, Trevor Belmont specifically, or I remember each of the individual games with some of these characters, but. Yeah. I thought it was overall relatively well executed. There were moments, especially with this most recent season, that uh, that were kind of iffy for me. Well, that's just because I, I kind of pay attention to quality. Because I'm a I'm an animator. I, I yeah. love animation and movies and stuff like that. And so I would notice certain things that like looked a little strange. But ultimately, I think they did a really good job of uh, taking the source material and creating something new and intriguing and and fun for other people who want to get into the story with it. So I, I think it was a, a good, I think it was a good interpretation of the original medium. Yeah. what you rank it from a scale of one to 10? One to 10. I'd give it a solid. I, I know people who'd hate me if I didn't just yeah. give it a 10, but yeah. I, I, I'd, I'd give it a good eight. I'd give it a, okay. about an eight and on a good day, a nine, but I do know there are some things in it where it be it pacing, be it. Cause funny enough, the, in the most recent season that what I was mentioning was, there's one scene where one of the characters, or I, this could easily be limitation of media, because you know, Rona. But um, yeah, <laughs> uh, one of the characters sounded like sounded completely different. The audio uh, uh, quality of their voice lines came out different than the rest of. I can't remember his name. Um, Alucard. Jest- no, no, no. The uh, not Jester, but um, the Isaac. Guy with the, I don't know. if I'm trying not to give spoilers, but uh, the the knight. Uh, he's a he's a side character. I'm trying to think of. I'm thinking Isaac. He had a bunch of. Is that his name? He had a bunch of. Uh, no, 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 no. Night. Isaac's black. Isaac's the black dude. No, um, the black guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he was. He had a bunch of different like titles going. In. He was. He was the one oh, who was going oh, for his wife, Saint Germain. Yeah, Saint Germain. And, but that was his wife. Uh, that he was trying to reach. Yeah, that was or, his wife or girlfriend or, or some lover. woman. It's just a lover of some sort. I'll I'm be back sure. for you. Yeah, she ain't, she ain't coming back. No, she <laughs> well, he's, he'd go to her before she came back. Something like that. Yeah, I, I look. I will say it right now. The series is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've I have not played any Castlevania games at all. Yeah, and I thought this was a great series to get into. If you never played the games, mm-hmm. if you played for the games, it was awesome. I think one of the greatest moments they had was season the last. I think it may have been the last episode of season, or the second to last episode of season two, mm-hmm. where they had the big fight sequence inside the castle. Oh yeah, of uh, course, bloody tears. Mm. And they had that that, you impre- can, that interpretation. I loved that. Yeah, you could hear the theme outside uh, or on the background, and it mm-hmm. was really good. And then when you actually started looking at the games, it's like, yeah, this is great. And uh, Konami got to get their shit together regarding them games. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I thought it was a great series. And then what I think what was really cool for me was that I noticed that the animation. Uh, went to a change from seasons one to seasons four. Around the last episode on season three, mm-hmm. uh, they used this different animation where you said animated powerhouse. Uh, well, studio powerhouse, studio powerhouse, yeah, yeah, studio powerhouse did something where they did a change, and then they just kept with it for season four. Yeah, yeah. And, and I, at first, I thought it looks a little weird. I don't know. This looks like fan animation. But mm-hmm. Then I started watching it more, and then I looked at different seasons. And I'm like, I actually like this. Mm-hmm. I actually like this. This is different. Mm-hmm. And it does really this uh, that really nice feel of you know action and everything like that. Um, 
If I had to be real, I'd give it an eight and a half out of ten. Eight and a half. I, I could see that. Eight yeah. and a half is where I was kind of leaning, but yeah, I, I, I get that. Yeah. Because when you watch all four seasons concurrently, season one probably to me was the weakest because I had the least amount of episodes. Yeah. And you're like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. And you're like, how are you going to end it like that? And then season three uh, was the season where I feel like it, it's close to where it's just like, you could be talking about a little bit more stuff. Mm-hmm. And, and sometimes it stagnates. But what makes it really good is yep. just the. Um, philosophical debates between Isaac and other characters, especially for the sailor. And then uh, other stories where they go into characters, their character arcs and what's going on. I think I like that. Mm -hmm. The last two episodes are freaking weird because basically you have two people fighting for their lives. You have two different groups of characters fighting for their lives. Other two groups of characters are basically having sex. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Well, no, I I, I agree. That's that's true. Because I I went, I, I saw some stuff online about it, uh, after after the fact, because uh, people were talking about how much it affected them seeing like Alucard treated this way or seeing like what happened to him. Uh, oh. I I thought it was interesting that they didn't do because mo- I'm gonna be honest. I expected him. I expected a much different uh, ending or a much different like continuation of season four because of what happened with Alucard. Yo, he was gonna be angry. I thought he was I'll, gonna be evil. I'm gonna just be. I'm gonna just get spoilers with this one. Basically, what happens, mm-hmm. guy. Trains these two people from China, mm-hmm. which I thought was really cool, and then which makes up for having that Chinese vampire not do nothing in season two, mm-hmm. and then basically ends up they say like we don't trust him, we're gonna figure out a way to to trick him. Basically, they just had a three way. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> he just but, had a uh, three way. I was just looking at it like what? Well, I don't <laughs> know what's going on. It's true. Like, like what the hell is going on? <laughs> but the thing that like it, a vampire a vampire half human has threesome two mm-hmm. Asians. <laughs> but it, it's to get close. It makes sense. It makes it's just to get close to yeah. It's to get close to him so that like they can exploit a vulnerability. But uh, man, that that was what ended up happening at the end. That's why I'm like I'm sure he's going to become evil because it even started with that at the beginning of season four. It showed not only like their yeah if we're, their if we're going were to corp or uh, spoilers stand pikes, stand, yeah stand yeah pikes were just all crazy. they were murdered and then it shows like four or five other people right next to him it's like, like wait fuck. a minute wait no this man's been doing this at this point <laughs> and then he just go oh my god I'm turning to Belmont <laughs> yeah exactly well he I was surprised I thought he was gonna say he was turning into his father oh yeah because they were trying to I thought I was gonna get serious I'm turning into Belmont he's like mm-hmm. oh that sucks but then you laugh it's like oh it's shit like, oh, is, that a, is that a bad thing though he's still a good Purse? Yeah, but well, it's like, I think it means yeah. Belmont from like seasons one and two before he had the mm-hmm. development. But no, and the twist they had at the end was dope. The season oh, yeah. four, the twist and what they're doing, but they're gonna do a spinoff. And yeah, so I was just telling Anna about like Castlevania is great, right? And, right. You know, it'd be interesting besides a threesome, but yeah, that's <laughs> I mean, it. it makes sense story wise. I I get where it's like okay, that's just uh, especially that's a when weird, but <laughs> they get vampire having sex with another dude. Yeah. Put a ring on the shit. You got, I and got you. Get, got him. Yeah, that was it. But like, yeah. But I mean, there's also a. I don't know if the, it's supposed to be a motif or a, con, a consistent theme because it's. It was. Uh, it was Alucard, and then it was. Um, uh, gray hair hammer. Hector. I, Hector. Yeah, it was yeah. Hector. He was another one of those people who was exploited for yeah. the gain of someone else, be it the vampire girl. Shh. People are talking. <laughs> oh. Grown-ups are talking. Yes. I was, I'm Grown like, oh, well, am, I, am I saying spoilers? Oh, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shut the fuck up. No, no. <laughs> but no, no, no. And and you're right. Like, it it gets real iffy. I knew a lot of people, because, again, I went online and saw, because I, I have animation friends yeah. who also watch it. They're like, I, I don't know how I felt about this. This this is a soul, and this is, like, this is about his character. I'm like, 
it makes sense for their characters to do this though. It's yeah. just it it is a weird way to go about it, but it I don't know. It, it, it's dark. Yeah. And that's what it's supposed it to be. It is dark. A lot of people try to compare it to Game of Thrones, but that was just because Game of Thrones was there. Yeah, which makes sense. Know, this is at a much better ending than Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Shit. Oh, but I will. I will say I didn't expect the very ending of season four. And sorry, last thing about spoilers. I didn't expect them to keep uh, Trevor alive. I didn't think he would live. No, it's okay. You know, I feel that. I feel that. Yeah. I did not think because I'm like that would be a good end. He had this massive action sequence. He's like, I'm gonna face death itself. Yeah, we, and then we've had we had too many sad things happen. Yeah, and, and it was good of, to have that. So I, I I was cool with it, mm-hmm. and, and it caught people off guard. As long as you caught people off guard. Oh yeah, that's what it is. So I was not mad at that. Mm-hmm. I think like yeah, for like the people who are edge lords were like yeah, that would have been dope because he gave his life best character development ever. But shit, this ain't Attack on Titan. Calm your ass down. <laughs> I just finished watching that. I, yeah, uh, well, that's another conversation. But thanks for coming in. Oh no problem, no that. problem. Uh, oh yeah. If you haven't seen the ending of it yet, be careful. Attack on Titan. Yeah. No, I already did. No, the manga. I already did. Oh. Okay. Yeah. I, 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 <laughs> do that. <laughs> just do that shit. <laughs> no, that was good. Your brother's cool. Yeah, he's cool people. <laughs> no, he's cool. He's cool, cool people. No, he's cool. Uh, yeah, but that's Castlevania. <laughs> okay. Well. I yeah. might check it out. I probably won't. But it sounds like an interesting series based off of what y'all was talking about. She's like, so, oh, wow, this series sounds dope. Sounds good. Wait, having sex with a vampire. Yeah, yeah. Three-way. Oh, okay. Shit, well, <laughs> Twilight taught me. <laughs> right. <laughs> this ain't that Twilight shit. <laughs> but, That's what it sounds like. <laughs> shit, no. No. <laughs> Twilight was terrible, though. That was not. That oh, was no. awful. <laughs> no, it was bad. That was bad. Yeah. I remember my mom and my aunt went crazy for that shit. Really? I could not stand Twilight. It was just so cringy. Like, it was Well, just... if you couldn't stand that, could you stand, uh, what is that? What is that sex movie? Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, that shit was stupid. Yeah. There's actually another movie inspired by that called 365 and a Half Days. Really? Okay. It's basically a foreign film like that where a guy kidnaps a woman. <laughs> It oh, says, Lord. I'm going to make you love me. And um, You can't for force a whole year. anybody to love you. Okay. For a whole year. That's and then crazy. Yeah. For, I'm going to make you love me for a whole year. And if you don't love me, you're free to go. But if you do, you're my wife now. And then she ends up, she ends up <laughs> developing Stockholm Syndrome. Well, yeah. That would happen. That would happen. Mm-mm. Yeah. It was Italian crazy. or something. And then it got a lot of backlash. But it got a lot of praise from other people. Like, oh, my God. He's so sexy. He's so fine. Mm. Oh, this is so, this is real love. The fuck? Like, y'all got issues. <laughs> y'all have some so issues. It's already ordered to... for a sequel. Mm. So if you go, if you want to watch it, go ahead. If you and it's called 365 Days? 365 and a half days. Yeah. And, and a half days. Yeah. Okay. It's look fucking, it look it up real quick. Probably be the last thing we do. 365 Days. Uh, yeah, probably just me. No, 365 days. Okay, this right here? Yeah, I don't know why I said half. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, oh, see, look at that. Three, half, three out of ten. Where you see that? Right there, IMDb. Oh, Because yeah. at first people were like, oh, this is a good movie. And then it was just like, oh, yeah. And then people were like, oh, this is a problem. Yeah. And I just got a second one and a third one coming out. It's That's... N- so somebody must be watching it. If they making well, more it, series, it was then... because because it, it hit the numbers they want. It was the number one film in Netflix for a couple of weeks, but it was just a bad film. And the, there's this whole debate. There was this whole debate about like, okay, 
Every movie can become number one in Netflix, mm-hmm. but is it for really good intentions or bad intentions? Because right. there, cause there was another movie uh, named, uh, what was it, Henry? John Henry. Named John Henry. Okay. For, starring uh, Terry Crews. Terry Crews Terry and, uh, is in that movie. Yeah, he plays John Henry, the guy with the hammer. Yeah. Yeah, he plays that, and it, and it was a it was a terrible. That does not funny, sound like a good movie. A terrible. Ludacris got a gold jaw. <laughs> oh my gosh! Not so Terry and Ludacris. Oh lord! He got I'm a gold jaw, lock jaw is his name. Oh my gosh! And it's called John Henry. John Henry broke his mom into. <laughs> and it came out in twenty twenty. It's like a newer movie. Yeah, there's Terry Crews and Ludacris. But it was number one. First of all, this movie mm-hmm. came out before on Netflix, and then it came out on Netflix, became the number one film in Netflix. It always <laughs> because people watched it and said, "Oh my god, this movie is hilariously bad." Wow, got a twenty seven percent on Metacritic. Yeah, no, yeah. Uh, wait, this this nigga's name was Hell. I his name was Lockjaw. Ludacris. Oh, his name was Hell. Okay. There is this whole yeah. This movie is. Movie came out way before it was put on Netflix. Mm. Okay. And the, and the movie was put on Netflix and people were like, oh my God, what is this film? <laughs> this film is That so reminds cool. me of, well, no. <laughs> it actually doesn't remind me of, but this, it just, I don't know why this movie came to mind. I think I saw it on my, on my uh, feed on Instagram or something. Um, or TikTok. It, you remember, did you watch that movie? And it was very bad. It was traumatizing for a lot of people. What, um, uh, something about the Johnsons. Something. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Oh, I don't think that was bad. It was. It was so. It was like, not bad. Pre- oh, what is that movie called? It's something. Something. Some, the something, Johnsons. Something strange about the Johnsons. Something strange about the it Johnsons. It was a short film. That was so. It uncomfortable. It was uncomfortable like, and weird, but I thought it was. I thought it was cool. I guess. Okay. Cinematically, it was. Want, it no, was fine. You want me to explain? But the content was. Yeah. Go ahead. Explain. All right, I'll explain. So. For anyone who doesn't know, this short was good. Well, this short, I'm sorry. Beware. (laughs) Beware, yeah, because it's it's a fucked up shit. It's really fucked up. It was a short that came out years ago. And it was like, okay, here we go. We got a nice cast. And then one or two years later, uh, it went viral on like Twitter Mm -hmm. because somebody said, hey, this is a little fucked up. (laughs) And the fucked up part was that somebody was... Basically, the twist, father and the son. I, no. Fuck it, I'll, I'll bring it up because it's old. Basically, yeah. the father, uh, the father was getting raped by the son. <laughs> Sucking the yep. son's <laughs> yep. It's some weird shit. It's, some, it's like a really, it's a plot plot twist because you don't really expect it until I guess closer towards the be- what they. It was the beginning where it was just like he. Okay, here's the thing. In the beginning, they talk about masturbation. He's like, it's okay, son. Oh, it's, yeah, I remember okay. that. It's yeah, okay. they're touching okay. all over his face okay. and stuff. It's okay, son. Yeah, it was <laughs> really he, weird. And then he finishes off, when the dad leaves, he finishes off, and then got a picture. He think, oh, it's probably porn magazine. No, his it's picture his is his dad. dad. <laughs> I was like, what? It's like, holy shit. Are you for real right so now? So you think it's probably going to be a story about like how his son is... On the fact that he's attracted to his dad, yeah, he wants to be with him like this reverse Oedipus complex. Mm-hmm. But then it gets crazier oh because son's starting to get married. Son marries like thanks for it, dad. Grabs his ass. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. and then the mom comes and watches, basically see him making out, and then the dude 
And the son goes in, unbuckles his pants, and his dad is like, "Oh, not again!" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. it's just it's very it's very fucked up. It's like a lot going on, and it came out in 2011. So it's... <laughs> Billy Mayo, <laughs> that's his name, Billy Mayo. Mm, mm. And I've seen him on some other stuff. Him and Carlton Jeffrey. Carlton played... Jeffrey. The I've reason why he uh, things. the reason why he he got uh. No, 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 no. That's Carlton Jeffries on Disney. Yeah. Brandon Greenhouse was somebody else. And I've seen Angela Bullock. Yeah. I don't know who Angela Bullock is. But no, it's got a 4.9 out of 5 on Indie Shorts magazine. And it had had good rating. The reason why I I liked it was because it put, it was a different concept that that took you out. But then when you really just start thinking about it and later on, it's just like, what what did this person do? And you start Mm -hmm. looking at like kind of like their mentals and what's going on and how did it get to this point to where it's really like that. And and it made you have like this, this, it actually weirdly enough made you have this made started conversations about, uh, what happens in this situation? How do you, what happens in this situation? Uh, being comfortable with actual men raping another man. Yeah. Because the whole con, the whole conversation has been like, okay, men can't get raped. Men yeah. have to like mm-hmm. it. And what if you get raped by another man? Like, that shit happens in prison. But we never but really it have doesn't to... just happen in prison. It doesn't. Yeah. And you just ha- and we have another conversation about it. And like you just can't straight up make a movie on it because it's like, oh nobody gonna see that shit if you're just upfront with it. Mm-hmm. But if you do something where it's a short and right. you keep it ambiguous, mm-hmm. people are like, Holy crap, this yeah, is Yeah, they don't expect it. Like, but this is real you're right. This, you know, it does open up some conversations about the reality of some of this stuff. Like it, you know, I, I applaud them for putting something out there that was not like this is so beyond what people would expect to watch. <laughs> Tyler so, Perry make it crazy. Yeah, but or, this is not Tyler Tyler Perry crazy. Ain't doesn't have it has nothing on this. Well no, Tyler Perry crazy is a different type of crazy. Yeah. Tyler Perry crazy is like okay. First of all, I feel like she would be battered. Yeah. Oh, I touched this shit. <laughs> okay. She'd be battered mm-hmm. or he'd be battered in this point. And then you would figure out the twist towards the end where it's like, oh my God, he's been beating me because he's been having sex with my son. Yeah. Yeah. And then you'd be on the whole final staircase and shit. But like, no, t- crazy enough. Or something like this in a short, it had better writing than a full on Tyler Perry. It film. did, it did. I would have to second that. It had yeah. a better writing, but yeah, it's like the, and then the old joke. You know how you know how I feel about locked doors, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? <know>? Yeah, <laughs> and then he busts open. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was. I might mess around and watch it again because I I don't remember everything that happened because it's been such a long time. <laughs> but I know it's gonna be so disturbing. Oh my gosh! The door. Like. <laughs> Break down in your book. <laughs> right. Oh my gosh. But then honestly, it's like troubling. But then um yeah, it's, the dialogue, everything was pretty good. So yeah, I mean yeah. Yeah. about the Johnsons was cool. It was yeah. Yeah. Now now you do know there's a I told you about the Medea T V show, right? I heard that they were doing a TV show. Yeah. <laughs> Shit's weird. Yeah, I don't I'm so over Medea anything at this point, so I don't watch any of I don't watch any of it anymore, honestly. But did you watch a? I swear to God, it's got to be the uh, one thing. Uh, did you watch a? What's that one on Netflix? Uh, that's the one with uh, Macaw Brooks. Uh what's this one? Was I can't remember. I can't remember. Ashtray. Uh, excuse my language. Ashtray, bitch. You don't know that one. 
Um, oh, niggas in the house. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I was like, I'm hearing, I'm hearing voices. I, like, heard voice. I was like, Did some niggas. I think it's my my <laughs> my parents just walked through the door. <laughs> oh, your parents? <laughs> oh no, no, it's okay. Oh no, <laughs> it's okay. Oh my gosh, that's funny. But no, nah. <laughs> what did he just say? Just call me a what? It's no, I was like, because I kept hearing people talk. I was like, who's in the house? Um, but uh, okay, <laughs> I think I know the show that you're talking about. I might have to. <laughs> oh, no, let me look it up. I swear to God, it's the last thing we do. Tyler Perry. Uh, and it's a TV show, not a series. No, it's a I movie. Mean, uh, a it's a movie. movie. Okay. No, there's a TV sh- series out there on the Oprah Network. World renowned producer and director. Yeah, you're terrible. At TylerPerry.com. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with having your own website, www.midnightdrop.com. But, <laughs> but, <laughs> Throw that out there real quick. Uh, wait, hold on. Wait, I've never seen his Wikipedia page. Criticisms. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, old stereotypes, buffoonish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he's kind of like that, but people like it. So Yeah, it, it gets to a lot of people. Wait, A Fall from Grace. Oh, I never watched it. I did see it on Netflix, but I did not watch because I saw it was by Tyler Perry. I was it, like, I'm not it watching went, it. It went viral because it it's like this is his first movie after getting his studio, and it was so bad. Mm. It was so bad. It was badly written. It was badly produced. It was badly edited. Mm-hmm. It, it was poorly shot. It was just bad. And there was just one part where like Arab, where like the main guy goes from being super nice. Really evil, mm-hmm. and the one one thing was like ashtray, bitch. You know, like, <laughs> what the heck is going on? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, oh, somebody coming in. Oh, that's scary. <laughs> hey, 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 ma. Hey, I'm, I'm just a woman. I'm just a man. Oh, she coming in. I'm scared. Oh, that's it. No, no. Huh? Sorry. Hey. Hi. <laughs> no, it's okay. Sure. No, we're wrapping it up. Yeah, we're wrapping it up. Yeah, I'll come out and get it. <laughs> <laughs> Why'd she say something like, don't be afraid? Be afraid. <laughs> be very afraid. God damn, it. God damn it. I'm sorry. But uh, no, yeah, he was in a, yeah, it was, it was a, ter- it was a fall from grace. It was a terrible movie. Okay, yeah. I did not have any plans yeah. to watch it, but. He's going to be in Paw Patrol. He was in Paw Patrol? He's going to be in the Paw Patrol movie. As a truck driver. <laughs> oh Lord! <laughs> Come see my new movie, Medina. <laughs> Why the truck driver like that? Uh, don't look up. It's a black. Com- it's a comedy. Oh, I thought that black, because black. I I thought because of the title, it's gonna be horror or something. But black comedy, but it has Jennifer Lawrence and Leonardo DiCaprio. What? Who else is in this? <laughs> Meryl Streep, Jonah Hill. That's not no black comedy. All these white people in Ariana it. <laughs> Ariana Grande. Wait, no, 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 no. Black comedy means something else, like morbid humor. Oh, like dark humor. Okay. 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 I thought it was I'm like Oh, this is the one I did. Black. This is the one I heard about where it was like it's a it's a crazy cast. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's int- it might be it might be good, Leonardo DiCaprio, because Leonardo DiCaprio wouldn't be no He's a movie. he's a pretty good actor. Yeah. Yeah, and then Jasmine Blues. A uh, Jasmine Blues. Upcoming American drama film di- produced, written, produced, and directed by Tal. Ooh, <laughs> I don't know about that. Ooh, mm-hmm. you were le- <laughs> released that. on Netflix, twenty twenty two. Ooh, Mm-mm. ooh, this is about to be good. 
Why are you lying to them? This is it's about to be, be funny. <laughs> yeah, funny so, maybe. <laughs> good? I don't, I don't know. Oh, I don't, I don't even know these people. Oh, yeah, this is going to be good. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, them. I don't recognize any of those names. You got fresh blood. <laughs> fresh mm, meat. Mm. All right. <laughs> that should be it, though. Okay. <laughs> All right. That being said, they scare me. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be afraid. I have every right to be afraid. There's <laughs> <laughs> people in right. the house. All right, with that being said, that is that goes for our episode today at the midnight drop. Anna, thanks so much for coming. Yeah, no in. problem. <laughs> Don't be afraid. <laughs> I would be afraid until you come in. That's why we ended the show on this. But uh thanks so much for coming in. Uh if you want to go ahead and put out your Instagram or anywhere where they can follow you, where can they follow you at Anna? Um, you can follow me at old underscore fashioned. That's O L D underscore F V S H I O N E D. Old fashioned. Alrighty then. And if you want to go ahead and follow me, you can follow me at 615 underscore chill. But if you want to follow the podcast, go ahead and go down to the comment section down below and check out anywhere where the podcast is being played at. I already give you them examples in the beginning. Go ahead and go, go back and figure out where you can listen to this podcast at. If you want to go ahead and email me at Jordan Cameron, C-A-M-M-O-N at Outlook.com, go ahead and any comments, concerns, considerations, rants, or anything you want to do. Or you can just DM me at 615 underscore chill, whatever the case may be. I'm here for anything you got. Also, be on the lookout for new episodes coming up this coming weekend. we got some stuff going on with Lance, VC, Julian, Brandon, David, and some more coming up. Anna might be back here next couple weeks or some stuff. Wish your luck on a trip down to Jamaica. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you ever say that. But, but she, well, okay. But that's it for the podcast. Thanks so much for coming in. Also, be on the lookout for the YouTube channel as we put on some new content up every day, including some clips from the show. But with that being said, thanks so much for the midnight drop. Anna, thanks for coming in. We'll see you guys next time. Peace. Peace.